you're listening to another episode of the Get The Shot podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on social media, on Instagram at Get The Shot Podcast and on Twitter at GTS underscore podcast. Now, without further ado, on with the episode. Welcome to episode 17 of the Get The Shot podcast uh, with your hosts, John Willis at JRE Willis. Billy at BFX UK. And Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. Okay, so episode 17, we are looking at workflow and what long works overdue. for us. It is long overdue. We thought we were going to do it a couple of episodes ago, but we've decided to dedicate an entire episode and to I'm it. And I'm glad we did, because yeah. I think uh, me alone, everyone seems to think I've written more than anyone else, but <laughs> me and Jenna, I'm going to summarise it, of course. Everything can be summarised. No, can I just say for the record um, that I was the one that said this needed a one episode, not to agree. be pushed into another one. I agree. Uh, so I'm just going to take credit for that. Billy, you can have this as your episode. I mean, if we're going to do separate episodes on each other, then that can't be, this can't be your episode as well. <laughs> right then. So All the love. So we've got uh, a breakdown for each of us, and mm. uh, we'll put a little break in between, which I know Lee loves. Uh, so uh, we'll drop that in for <laughs> Shout you, Shout out to you, Lee. Hey. Uh, but um, yeah, what we'll start off with is, Billy, if you want to start off uh, and get us going, talk us about mm. through your sort of workflow and what you do. Do you want to preface, obviously, what your workflow is based around? Obviously, because you've put the top, because you started this notes, of course. Yes, I did start this, because I thought um, it would be interesting, because we all do different things. Um, I mean, we all do the same kind of thing, but we all do different things. Um, but I thought it'd be nice to hear We're everyone's workflow. Yeah. yeah, of like different things that we all do. So mine specifically is studio, um, which is what I, I like to try and push myself into. And I was talking about this earlier, how in the winter I go indoors. So uh, spending a lot like of time filters. indoors. Like you won't <laughs> See me outdoors, it's not happening. Um, so mine's just kind of like a breakdown about um, what I do in the studio, my processes, um, how I find models, equipment, stuff like that. But well, as we go on, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, so I'm just going to start it off first with um, the studio shoots. So. Um, what studio I use mostly. So I use like a mix of two. I forgot to write the second one down, but uh, I use a mix of two. Back in college, um, I used the studio college. So I do think if you have the accessibility to use a free area studio-wise, definitely use it. Um, but if not, I use uh, a box studio, which is full of backdrops and natural light. Um, it's a very open pan kind of warehousey building, which is really nice. Um, and then I do use a studio from a friend who has a few different backdrops. But I do specifically like um, colourful backdrops. Uh, if you've seen my Instagram, you know that's kind of what I'm going for. Um, and before I photo shoot, I spend a lot of time on Pinterest. So I create mood boards. Um, lately, they're 35 millimeter um, mood boards, which is strange. I don't know. I think it's because you only get one shot at that um that it's a lot a of the mood boards i've been looking at yeah like they've got different poses in every single photo and there's a lot more time and effort put into these photos i think although i'm not using 35 millimeter in the studio at the moment you can be inspired by it though so yeah I'll i'm inspired by it where it's due. yeah so i'll maybe I'll put this when we put this uh, episode out maybe i'll put some of my little mood boards up but they are the mm -hmm. ones that i mostly send to my photo like um to my Models. Giving examples of some peeps out there. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I mean, you doesn't it doesn't have to be the photos that you're shooting that you can mm. be inspired by. Like I'm inspired by thirty five millimeter work. So um that's just how I look for You things. go, girl, yes. that's it. Okay, so you obviously use some studios and that you have that sort of trademark sort of bright background. Yeah, I, I do like my bright. And then that leads perhaps onto your second section of 
who you photograph. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think finding them is a big thing. And I get a lot of people message me about this. And if you know me, uh, you've probably asked me to find you a model. Although you two haven't really done that much. I mean, I do get a lot of people messaging me saying, please help me find a model. I do get brands message me saying, please help I me do find a model. Is it get people. A girl? I don't know. Is it because I'm really good at that? I don't think I'm a very social person on Instagram, but apparently oh, no, I, I said if you. Well, yeah, I said, is it because you're a girl? I know, yeah, I totally bypassed that. He, and he jumped straight, straight on the womanising thing. Yeah. No, no. I'm messing. Making that relationship. I have maybe. spoken to a lot of female models and they say they are more comfortable with me <laughs> or they've found it very different to shoot with me than with a man which I find is that because you're sat on the floor most of the time it is maybe because I'm lazy maybe Maybe. I was not going to swear (laughs) Um, I try really hard so this episode is now explicit yes so um Uh, basically how I find my models is uh, loads of different ways obviously I've built up my Instagram to a specific thing now where I know a lot of models especially Birmingham area so if you want one like I can usually just put a story up and find them but I'm gonna go back in time and talk about how I found models in the first place um Mm. best thing I think to say is I heard this on a podcast the other day hilariously name Um, the podcast could you it was it starts with a click and she was talking about how you can only aim for what you're currently at as an entry-level photographer i was working with entry level models or beginners total beginners so aim for that as entry and you will find those kinds of people on facebook groups or you will find those kinds of people on other entry level photographer like photographer pages that works Um, i think that's great that's how i found it that's great advice yeah so um as i would say i'm a middleweight um currently finding middleweight oh. models is not <laughs> i'm gonna go middleweight i'm you, not gonna when, go pro when are you black belt <laughs> i might eventually be pro but i think i need I a better camera ready there, John, to laugh as well yeah so i um this is just the categories i, I don't kind want to of... start laughing because i will cough <laughs> he'll, he'll die over there guys um these are just kind of entries like that i um these are the levels that i think are relevant so you have your entry your middleweight and your pros um the mm. only way as an as a middleweight or an entry that you are going to get a pro is you're going to pay them um so okay. i mean yeah. you'd be very lucky to get try for print um off of a model that is working with very big photographers and a lot of brands oh yeah they're gonna want you'd you to be pay very them. lucky so uh, entry start with your facebook groups and stalk other <coughs> photographers around your area that are also entry level middle way you start to realize you know once you've done enough work people will either approach you or you will start approaching people so mm. you feel like you're you get a natural flow. Big enough to kind of be able to message someone and say, hi, I'd like to collaborate. And you know that you are worth that time. Got, I get what you mean. You've got a back catalogue of work that they can look at. As, Definitely. As well, yeah. So. If you have no photos, um, don't just don't expect to be getting many people approach you. I mean, I've had a lot of photographers ask to come and join me on shoots. And I'm like, well, that part might be the best thing for you to do because yeah. you've got no photos. Yeah. So models going to look at you and, I've, and I'm sorry, as in a, in the world that we live in male photographers, if you don't have yeah. many photos on your profile, many Pervert. female photographers and mm. um, models aren't going to be very interested. It's a red flag for yeah. them. It, is, it is. You know, if you, mm. if you were a, uh, a young, let's be honest, attractive female. Yeah. Yes. And you know, most models a, are. A, mm. a, a bl- well, they might not even know it's a bloke, but you know, <laughs> a photographer communicates with you. And if it's, I don't know, let's say, I don't know, no offense to anyone called Gary, but let's Sorry, just say it's somebody called Gary, right? I don't know any Garys. So I know a few know. Garys. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> All right, Gary. Uh, this is calling so, you out, Gary. Yeah, Gary, if so, you're listening to this, we apologise. John is very yeah. spoken. Just, just, just <laughs> hypothetically speaking, and if Gary yes, is a photographer and he has no photos on his feed, 
and start saying, I really like your look. <laughs> My Can name's Gary Marlowe. And look. I've got yeah. some photos. Exactly. Would you like to show one man? <laughs> and that's it. You know, it's like, it's... Come on, come on. If you know what that is, I love you. Come on. It's, it's basically down the route then of saying, um, would you like to shoot with someone? And you, know, you can imagine from that model's perspective, they mm. must be thinking, who the bloody hell is <laughs> what this? Did we, if, why? If, I'm, if I'm honest, <laughs> I, I tend to not say the words, would you like to shoot with me? Because I feel like that's such a weird way to, dis- to go about it. Like I say, would you like to work together? I'm usually like, I really like, bores, like I usually say, I really like your profile. I'm looking yes. to do a few photo shoots. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really like think that your yeah. you know, you don't style want to, would help. I guess the way you want to do it is you don't want to charm them off their feet yeah. without, and it's and sound very corny. You want to, you want to be towards them but you don't want to like be above them or below them yeah just send send your profile um if you're doing it through like facebook or anything i mean if i ever put it on a facebook group i'm assuming that i'm not going to get um the best models but you do get very different models you get to everyone out that wants to have a go at, yeah. because there are different groups um instagram and facebook models are different i do find mm. more people that i've never shot with on facebook so definitely a shot um my my one is birmingham models that i go on and that's where i find the models there mm. um and then instagram obviously currently i'm at the kind of pace where i ever have a backlog of models that would want to work with me or i just put it on my story and someone would message so that's not a problem mm. and as far as organizing models for a photo shoot this is very vague this is a very vague question um but to organize a model especially as i do um lately i've had five models six models come into a studio with two or three photographers and from that experience of organizing everyone and not being able to keep track of what i've told everyone to do um i usually say three outfits uh the one that you come in a plain one and a colorful one you do you um i do like when models send that to me and then they send me um outfit ideas but a lot of the time you kind of come up with this in the morning i don't blame you because a lot of the shots i kind of come up with are at the spur of the moment so <laughs> i can't i can't complain um moment, i usually darling. say bring a bubble uh wear your hair straight bring a bubble because then you can put it up that's two different sets of shots so mm. right there you've already got five different kind of that's interesting sections. as well so one of the things um one of the things that i would say can be a problem um, with first criticism, no, no, no. One Not of the joking. problems can be with uh, <laughs> with models that I've Stop noticed fighting. is that you you don't always notice at the time that, for example, let's say that bobble they had yeah. it in, and then they take it out and they put it around the wrist. Oh yes, and then you're like, crap. Honestly, so I've become because uh, I do, I do style my own shoots. I've become quite in tune with um, the little hangy parts that are yeah. on the inside of your You're clothes, hypersensitive to those um, things. And bubbles. And I, uh, That's I, good. That's I good. did edit a photo shoot for someone else the other day and they had a bobble on their wrist and I didn't oh. notice it until the very end. And it was in a studio, so it was the easiest edit out ever. Frankly, content yeah. aware. Yeah. So you just use the patch tool, content aware, just make sure it's actually ticked onto content aware and just press enter. I bet you felt proper empowered when you managed to do that. We had, yeah. um, we had something similar when we were on uh, our holiday and we got married on a cruise she got a bubble and no oh. so our little girl had got a like a wristband oh. and it was a bright red wristband oh because it's a cruise yeah because she couldn't take it off because like you know like if you lost the child 
I mean, oh yeah, it's not worth taking the photo. <laughs> yeah. Just edit it so, out you later. Know, so in the end, uh, Harry, our photographer, he edited out mm-hmm. the the band. You can't see. Like, just gotta take yeah. your time. Yeah, um, I mean, what no one's if it's a wrist and it's not that close up, you could always just um, use the color of the wrist above it and yep. just paint over. Just make sure you make another layer. Don't be ridiculous. Um, and just use it as like opacity, like fifteen. Just just experiment. You'll make it. It's fine. So yeah, bubble. And then I usually say what plans I've got for lighting or for backdrops. So I've got different coloured backdrops. I usually pick three. So I usually go like grey, pink and another like extravagant colour. And then you've got white as another option. Um, And I usually try and work the outfits against that. Uh, If you're going to do pink, please don't put pink on top of it unless that's what you're going for. (laughs) Because I mean, I've I've ruined a few shoots doing that lately. Um, Lighting plan wise, I use natural light and I use... um, artificial light so i mean any outfits kind of go with that any models uh but moving on swiftly with my equipment which Ooh, i think you'll all this be this is happy the, uh, to the tasty section for all those techie guys i didn't want to bring it up but i have i have smashed one of these lenses haven't i Ah, I yes. don't know if you've all seen it on my Instagram. You were, you you were see, quite the tri- the trial and tribulation i used it earlier yes it's still smashed shut up but Don't it, message me about it. But does it work? <laughs> you have to shake it for it to come out. But yeah, it does work. Pardon? You have to shake Sorry. it so it comes out. it so it comes out. I do have to shake it. <laughs> In your end, <laughs> All I'm going to say is I want to, I want to make a... Well, so people are making these Twitter accounts of like different YouTubers and things where like it's out of context. We're going to have to make one for I the Get The Shop podcast like now out I'm of context. I'm trying to be professional. So... Billy, it's okay. You're <laughs> making comedy gold. You don't realise it yet. Um, so yeah, uh, about the smashings. Go on then. Uh, I've got a <laughs> Canon 80D, which I've had about for like two years or something. Uh, great camera. I mean, I used to have the... Nikon D3200 before that, so I don't really have much experience. And tell me why I went for the ATD. He was Nikon as well, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll I, to, me. I, to be honest, this is going to hurt wink, everyone. Wink. This is going to hurt everyone's brain. But I used to use the Canon 5D Mark III at college. Yes, the 5D Mark III. Oh, right. So I think that's why I, went for, that. that's why I went for a Canon 80D. Well, it's a great camera. He's not it that much don't of a find Canon me on it. It's a great camera. Yeah. I mean, it's between the Sony and the Canon for me. Ooh, Too expensive. Yes. I'm same in that box. Uh, Lens-wise, I thought the 50mm 1.8 was a great idea. This was before I knew that 1.8 wasn't the best one. I, yeah, because it isn't. Well, this is going to blow your mind. Well, not yeah. in a studio setting, I suppose. No, definitely. So for any photographers on here that uh, feel like they're well out of their depth, because I did for such a long time, um, 1.8, okay, you don't want. <laughs> go, <laughs> go for 1.4. The reasoning behind that is Pricey. the lower the aperture, the... Uh, more light. The, the more, more light. The more light. So um, you want to go lower. So do is that still, for me. Would you say, say though that it's still possible? But if you, as long as, as long as you know one point eight works fine. So what you're saying price, is, yeah, you, you get the price difference. It's a hundred pound for a one point eight mm-hmm. lens. It's three hundred and fifty quid. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so it, like, if you're just buying something cheap, you know, I really didn't realise it was the difference. I wondered why yeah. it was cheaper, but I didn't really know. Uh, but Same for portraits, me, it yeah. works really nicely. Um, uh, I, I wrote little things about what I prefer to do with these lenses as well. My 51.8, I haven't been using a lot recently, but if I do use it, I try to use natural light on one side and artificial light on the other. Um, Would you say, so at 50 mil yeah. on a crop sensor body, yeah. that's like 75, 80 mil-ish. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, could it, sometimes is it a bit tight? Yeah. So like studio-wise, if I'm using a small studio or I'm in a small space, it really doesn't work out well for me. But then I suppose like that's what you get with having a crop sensor. Yeah. And I didn't realise, again, if you're at your depth, 
crop sense is not good. You want to full frame. It's okay. <laughs> I think I think everything has benefits and drawbacks. So mm. the fact that a crop sensor has um, cheaper lenses, yeah, massively, mm-hmm. uh, and is lighter. So if you if you're shooting all day. The, the camera body itself is I must admit I get I mean obviously I know it's not my, not my turn to say it but I, I think a lot of Canon cameras just in general are very heavy I have a very heavy camera and I don't yeah. use an X strap and I use a large lens a lot of the time which I'll come on to but um, the 50mm is nice because <laughs> it's light yeah it's why I like my pancake lens uh, I'll go I, later. to be really honest the amount of time like if I'm going to weigh up how much I use all of these lenses I probably use the 50mm now about 25% of the time which is not good like it's I used reverse. to use it a lot so you need to replace your other lens I need to replace you need a lens the other lens the other camera, my laptop. So whether you can afford it right now, that's the life. difference, isn't it? So, uh, I mean, I haven't had this gear for too long, but I mean, I've had my laptop for a long time. So I think everything's just getting, everything has a limit. Yes. And the amount that I've done on all of these things, I think it is time that I You've exhausted reassessed. Them a lot. Yeah. Um, so my next lens, the one that I have broken, oh. which is going to be bad because you'll all find out by the time this podcast comes out that I'm doing a demo at the photography show. And now I don't have a lens for it. Oh dear. Dramatic so, hit of the mic. So what do I do? So I'm, I'm either renting or I'm buying a new one. But <laughs> And then by the time this comes out, you'll know I lost some money on a flight. So we're going to move oh, on no. swiftly. <laughs> but yes, um, it's, it's the wrong. 18 to 135 millimeter Canon one. Um, I got it off MPB. So it was cheap and it was used, but it was about half price what it would have been. And again, this was the lens that I used at college it's really good for full body shots and really good for beauty shots about 170 quid was it i used 100 yeah i spent 170 on it but it was i think it was about like 300 when it's new new um but i have not had a problem with it it was totally my dog's fault (laughs) <laughs> not gonna blame myself <laughs> totally my dog's fault I should, don't do she says the side, and then she does I le- no I left it with the cap on the top to make sure no dust went in on the floor and, and Buster just kind of back kicked it out the way and it's <laughs> <down. laughs> um, but yeah uh, full body and macro beauty shots it's really good with and I use a ring light or the Octobox with this so you can use it in natural light I mean it does the job especially as I use my flippy screen to do all my photos <laughs> Ooh, flippy so screen, eh? oh, using flippy this screen. full body uh, is what's good. one of those <laughs> my little yeah they kind of don't have one of them you know you all hate me for my flippy screen. Uh, flippy screen's great. Uh, I love to tether, but um, I did buy a cheap tether cable. Oh. Please buy the orange one. You'll know what I'm talking about. Because um, the cheaper ones don't work <laughs> that well. So What's the connection point? Is it is it yeah. mini USB? It's just a mini micro USB, isn't it? Yeah, but I feel like this one keeps oh, getting loose. And the then obviously cameras, Lightroom yeah. is the worst currently Should until I like, update to the new one <laughs> no I haven't switched over yet is this classic you're talking still I'm still using classic well, it's, it's still fine but it's they did an update on it where you could have um, tether options for specific cameras at the, mo- the, at the time that they were doing it it went from being tether all to tether Canon Tether, Sony, Tether, Nikon, then Tether, Offer. And that worked perfect for oh, a month. Oh, okay. That was awesome. I used mm. it on the Canon setting. It was great. Um, within a month, they'd done an update <laughs> again, took all those options away, and now oh. it just doesn't work at all. So. Oh dear. So hang on, did it work before that, and now it doesn't work after that? I can't tell you if it's the cable or the Lightroom. It's probably the cable. What's um, the, her, and how much is the cable that's orange? The table was uh, the cable I bought was ten pound, which is the black oh. one, Amazon Prime. But then the cable that's orange is like twenty five, I think, and it's one of the pro ones. Like, is, like is it more like an official one that's been like? It is a really good one. It's like um, you'll know what I mean. It's the only orange one on the market. That's uh, this specifically orange. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like the one that, every, it's it's the one that everyone buys. Yeah, I think so. It might be lacy. Yeah, yeah. It, it just works yeah. really well. Um, but yeah, I do love to tether. And then I have the, I have a MacBook, but we're not going to talk about my MacBook. Well, it's all right now. It's all right now. I am, I'm getting rid of it. I'm trading in. I'm going to go <laughs> to a, um, a pro. Which one are you going to get? I'm going to get like a rose gold fortune. pro. <laughs> do you, f- oh, we'll talk about this after. Yeah, we'll I'm having this there. complex because yeah. my, my laptop's not worth much money now. Um, oh, tell me about it. Mine's not worth anything now. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I, I do like to recycle mine. No, less. yeah, mine's like, they said, pay me still? like £130 for Makes it. And I was like, that's rude. That's what they're saying. I don't think hers would be big enough because it's the air, not the pro. I have got the air. It would it just yeah. be enough of a wedge. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the I'll swiftly move away from my hatred of my computer. <laughs> okay. So um, it's going to kill ourselves and boys laughing here. And then lighting wise, quickly, I use obviously everything Interfit, which you would know if you listen to me. Oh, she's a, she's a lover of Interfit. I'm not just a lover. I am I am a Some sharer. say she's integrated she's an, with the one. She's an ambassador. I am. An, no, I am not, but I'd like to be. We're working on that. Um, but yeah, I do love Interfit lighting. And so I have the Honey Badger uh, 320 watts. So I made Ooh, that decision watts. because it's the wired one. Uh, I didn't want the wired one. I wanted the battery powered one. But if Too you are expensive. gonna get that, it is a two, 280 watt, um, no, 240 watts. So you are losing a oh, lot of wattage. Oh, okay. um, and I usually use 250 watts in the studio. So moving uh. down to one 320 was a big deal. And then moving down to a 240, where you have to get an extra battery. I'm not saying that the light, the battery's bad. I'm just, it's always no, good no, to have a spare. No, I know what you mean. Um, Doing all of that is a big deal. The extra cost isn't worth it to go downhill. I am going to do it. I'm going to have both. I'm going to have a battery powered one. I'm going to have the one that's plugged in, but I wouldn't. I w- is that more so for you to, to see how you deal with that and then whether you keep it or not or send it back? Is, is that No, I think I'll just, I think I'd just have both. Are you, um, buying it, are you buying it directly or are you buying it from an, an outseller? No, I just, I, I mean, Wex does it, but it's the same price as if you buy mm. it through. So would you, um, would you buy it through their store or online? I'd just probably email them and be like, can I have this one, please? That's what, that's what I've always uh, wondered. Like, I've never actually like properly been in a wet shop. Like, I've been past it loads of times in my life. I haven't done much with Wex, really... but they are good with Interfit equipment in Wex. But I, I would just buy it online. i just buy it online. And they do a good deal for the photography show. Just saying, moving oh, on swiftly. wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I use a large octopux with that, but I don't actually own one. Mm. Uh, I I use the studios you usually borrow. that I'm because it is the largest one. And if you've seen how small the honey badger is, I really push it to its limits. Oh, uh, but it, it's fine, honestly, it's fine. Like, it's chill. Seriously, if you see how small it is compared to I mean, the Boeing it, stuff I've been using, yeah, the, yeah. Fact years, that it's, you know. the fact that it's small and called a honey badger makes it even more cute. Yeah, they, are, they are adorable. I mean, it doesn't look like a honey badger. Obviously, sounds like a sex toy. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, it's no, be- it's no worse than your big bee stops. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the uh, the thing I started with was a bicolor ring light, which is really mm. good for macro beauty, uh, really mm-hmm. good for the eyes. Um, and it, and people will say it doesn't work on its own in a studio, but if you're going to go up close, it, I think it does. It does. Yeah. I mean, you have a bit of shadow, but if that's what you like, I mean, most of my work you... has a bit of shadow anyway. I'll give you a good example. I liked it. It looked good. Yeah, the recently, yeah. the photo that I uploaded recently in black and white, I think, oh. uh, like this. Uh, yeah. That was a ring light. Yeah, was ah. it, was that my ring light? It may have very that well been I, your ring light. Because at the Ooh. event for Gaz's event, I left Correct. my ring light up and everyone like swarmed yeah. to it. Cause it is, it is so amazing. I used that and because I basically just lit her face. That's nice. Put everything to yeah. Who's yeah. that again? If you're interested, you'll have to find it on my feed. 
Who's Go that? and look. She was amazing. Uh, I have got some really nice photos of her. Which model was that? Was that uh, Lynn? No, uh, no, 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 no. A stew, I think. He's blind. I don't, I have, find I don't it on my profile. You've got, you've got but yeah, you'll find it on your screen. Profile. I can't see it from yeah. there. But that was so. using my ring light, BT dubs. And if you scroll back into the past Billy, BT-dubs. college Billy, go back like a year from now. Um, I did use the ring light excessively. So, <laughs> I mean, it works. And it's it's yeah. not too expensive. And it's good for video. It's funny because I have continuous lighting as well as just flash. You know, but so. continuous lighting. So I'm, uh, oh, I don't want to go into my section just yet but continuous lighting i've got strobes Mm -hmm. but i've also got continuous yeah and if you're learning continuous is dead easy love it you can see you can see what you're doing yeah Yeah. that's why i loved it like and especially with the bicolor like you could you didn't even have to change anything on your camera to change the warmth of it um you just do you know with the continuous you have the photo the way you want it there's no dodgy editing there's no waiting for the flash to go off you know that's what you yeah, get yeah. Um, which I think is really nice and combine that with a mirrorless camera where what you see on the back of the screen yeah. is what you get I'd like that um, but you also um, you have the option to have it plugged in the wall and you can get Sony batteries and just plunk them on the back for about 40 quid so um, that's what oh, I choose yeah, t- to do it takes a couple of yeah. batteries it takes two batteries so you can take it on location with you and it's <laughs> so light so I mean, they're both light, so I can't complain. That's good. Um, but yes, moving on to my editing process. Um, Profiles. I am obviously Sos-sos-sos. a Mac gal. Mac um, gal obviously, eh? an Adobe girl. Ooh. Yes, You're I'd like Sarah to Dici. try Capture One. She loves Adobe. Um, a lot of very good photographers are using Capture One. I'm not entirely convinced doesn't, it makes a huge amount of Bar- difference. Bartley and Gaz use Capture One. I mean, obviously, we're kind of letting, letting out the cat, cat uh, out the bag Bartley for Bartley. Gaz Bartley does. Oh, doesn't he? Okay. No, he's like I know a few people ah. either questioning moving over to it or have moved over to it. So Yeah, Bartley will be screaming at the stereo now going, I don't use Capture One, I use Lightroom. <laughs> no, no, we correctly, don't worry. You still need <laughs> Photoshop, though. So yeah. you although, might as well run them both. Although, if, you're, if you buy Affinity Photo outright... Mm. And you want to use that for editing photos instead of Photoshop, then that's a one-off purchase. The thing is, I think Capture One's gone subscription-based now. I think it has. I think you can depend- buy. You, you, I looked at I it. Think you can individual buy perpetual, versions. Yeah. So, like, you buy the Canon version, the Nikon version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you can I really buy. Like I know you can I buy the. Um, I think you can buy a perpetual license, so you can buy one that that lasts forever. Yeah. Of that version. Uh, rather than subscribing, but it's expensive. Like it's a lot of money, a lot. Of, but I then arguably, but arguably, Photoshop was a lot of money if you bought it outright. So yeah. if you didn't subscribe, Photoshop on its own is I, expensive. I would dare to think because I know what I pay monthly. It's so not you, how I'm so. Handy. So do you well, think that the, for Adobe Creative Suite the whole suite? So you think it's grand. so? Easy. Mm. You think that doing the subscriptions thing was actually more justified well the, the advantage than of the money subscription grab. model is that you get the latest versions of the software yeah so, yeah whereas if you were still using say i don't know photoshop cs5 mm. you lose mm. all the decent content aware feel you lose yeah. all the decent stuff and you're losing all this content stuff and all this new features mm. but obviously a subscription model when you stop paying you lose access yeah that's true that's the downside so as you're going through. So either way, you're kind of screwed. And I have I have tried both. So I've had the subscription to all of Adobe's applications. That's why I use. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't now because I, I found that I wasn't using everything as much as I was going to. So yeah. um, 
It was I just, mean, it made sense to, for me to downgrade. The, the photographer package, which I think is like... Lightroom and Lightroom Photoshop. Lightroom and Photoshop and 20 gig of storage, probably, something like that, is like 10 quid a month, something like that. Oh, there is a... Sto- <laughs> have we got a storage option? We do. Let me add something. Yeah, there and I think yeah, that is... And I think that's... Uh, She's adding to the book. A, yeah, it's about £10 a month. Now, it might be a little bit more, but the education pricing that I pay for the whole package is 16 quid a month. Ooh. So that's not yeah, bad. It's not but horrendous. it's only last year a year, right? It's forever whilst I'm in. Oh, really? Whilst I'm a teacher, yeah. Oh, because I thought, I I thought it's only a year you get the no, student no, no. pricing for. No, get it in, indefinitely. It just keeps running. Oh. So, and to be lucky, honest, lucky I'm not sod. entirely sure. Unless, obviously, I have to keep signing in using my yeah. education thing. But unless I need to reset my password, I don't need access to that email. So, strictly mm. speaking, if I was to ever you leave, just I could it. just keep using it. Unless, yeah. they, unless they actually cancelled it on their Adobe, end. Clearly. Yeah. Because I'm sure, I'm sure they would cancel it their end. <laughs> I don't, they wouldn't I don't, know I don't, I'd left. No. How would they know that I'd left the education? No, what I mean is like, don't like. I'm sure with like, even with like, you know, Office three six five, they have like a panel where they can access all the users that have access to the service. They would just, I don't no, think no, they, they ever they, find that. It's they? nothing to do with school. Oh, I, I pay I, oh. separately. Oh, it's just oh. that I get Sorry, education I thought, I thought pricing. I thought you were paying not, for it through the through the school. No, no, no. I don't pay. So like Office three six five, I don't pay for. School has that, you see. Anyway, yeah, sorry, I Billy. don't pay for mine. I use no, it on um, the college. You could just download all of it, and it does update as well. Like so, <coughs> mm, surprise. She's nice. Thanks, Uni. Thank you, Uni. That's what that money was for. So, do you pay for it now, or do you still get it through the Uni? Uh, word. Shh, comment. <laughs> word. I'd get it through Uni. Uh, it's just on my computer. Uh, um, they never oh, helped yeah. with the Adobe situation. But I mean, I'm, I'm saying like I did have all of them because I was doing a lot on Illustrator and now I've downgraded just to back to the photography one, yep. which is fine. Well, it's like um, I use um, Adobe Audition to edit our podcast. Ah. Yeah, so it would be handy so for you. For me, and then the I use, and then I use Premiere Pro. Yeah. Um, it's more the fact that everything's just integrated into Creative Cloud. Mm-hmm. So if I have like a soundbite that I shove in my cloud storage, I can mm-hmm. use it anywhere. I'm sure I'd have to upgrade eventually when I'm looking to do other things, but I'm all right right now. Um, oh, hello. Oh, hello, Billy. I don't know how I keep hello, doing that. Hello, It's closer to me today. Um, so yeah, the Lightroom I use is not the updated version. It is still the classic one, but don't talk to me about it because I'm struggling. So shut up. Um, and I use pre-made presets. So you don't even want to see that mess. You do not even want to see... <laughs> But do you know what? It's it works for me. Yeah. So, so do you make the presets, or are you using somebody else's? Do you know presets? I've used other people's, and then I've just changed them to the way I like them. Yeah. But so you've used them. I have to help a really you. irritating process where I've got about 120 now presets. And I've got quite a lot, to be fair. Very random. Well, a lot of them are pretty shit yeah I mean but I use the same kind of thing like if you look at my photos they're very cool um, cool toned unless I'm specifically aiming for something different Mm. they're very colourful I dip the clarity and I up the no I dip the texture up the clarity and I usually just pull the highlights down as low as they can go pull the shadows up a little bit crush those highlights I hate not a highlight I've I've learned to to, to enhance my use of the of turning down the highlights only because mm. I started using, and you guys obviously I've been sharing it, my results and everything. I've been doing photos with Lightroom's camera inside the app, which does it into DNG files. Yeah, and I've learned that, that the way it does the HDRs, it will bring down the highlights a lot. Like maybe like only well, less than a third of raw, it is there. See. So yeah. that's, that's why it's really beneficial. But the, the, fact, the fact that it's doing that as on top of doing the HDR on top of that as well, it's, it, it, I've got to give Adobe props to HG. The camera app in there is fantastic. I oh, recommend yeah. it over any other raw app in, on your phone. I Definitely. Think. I just don't have any on my phone. 
Well, you should have Lightroom Mobile. I it's don't. free. I don't. It's free, yes. I don't. It's free. I don't and see it, any and actually, need. To, like... to mention that we had our, obviously, you know, Rise of the Smartphone Challenge, people have, so I know some people have have been Bad. using the camera app because of me mentioning it. Yep. Not actually entering into the competition, but they said if they were to, this was what, what I'd enter. It just doesn't work for me. Um, oh, yes. Everyone has their own feelings. Because, like, so, yeah. I mean, um, anything that I have on Lightroom on my computer, I have a very small... Um, internal storage of my computer so, so you don't have it, it on is, the cloud as soon as like I mean I'm taking like 800 photos sometimes and I'm uploading them importing them working on them and my computer cannot physically take any more space then I'm having to delete them all so there's not really a need for me so to have you, anything on my life. are you local storage then? Not, I'm gonna move on to well, storage. We'll yeah, I'm gonna. I was move gonna on. say, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then obviously Photoshop. I mean, I update Photoshop whenever it needs to be. I will move with Photoshop in its times whenever it wants me to. Mm. I, will, I am full blown Photoshop. I'm happy with them. But as I said, I've got small internal storage, so I struggle with Photoshop on my computer as well. So it's just Lightroom. I just use Lightroom and presets unless I specifically need to retouch a photo, um, a specific way. Um, I I do crop for Instagram. To be fair, I'm a cropper. For She's a cropper. I'm a cropper for Instagram. Are you a cropper? But or I have a been fault? updating my website, so uh, I have been website cropping too. I never How usually is that going leave it the way it is. Quickly. Is that going good? It's it's all done actually. It's all done. You it's go, very girl. good. Adobe portfolio moved over my domain. Took seventy two hours, and Ooh, now bad. I have a free, very nice website. Mm. Ah, free with an asterisk. But yeah, free <laughs> with an asterisk. But um, I did put it on my story, and no one was helpful. Um, my photos are very large, and there's usually an option you, though, to just we? kind of pull that down. Um, John made but it. But there's um, no option. There's no option on Adobe portfolio. No, there's no option, but you should be able to. Um, <coughs> that was classic. Yes. What you should be able to do is you need your photos in a Lightroom album. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And once you've added those in... I don't in, have the space. No, but the Lightroom album's in the cloud. It's in the cloud, yes. So as long How as much you storage have you got in, in the cloud? A terabyte? Oh, terabyte? Save, save the JPEGs as smaller versions, the size that you want them mm. for the mm-hmm. website. Upload those into a... Add them to an album. Mm-hmm. In Ad- in Adobe Lightroom CC, mm-hmm. not classic, mm-hmm. and then that'll be a- accessible, and you can put them on. This is where I'm having my conflict. worst case scenario. Anyway. Use Bridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't have Bridge on mine. That's great. You should have Bridge. Everyone, everyone who pays gets it. In the photography it. package. Everyone, who, no, but if you pay for Adobe, you I get it. I don't use Adobe Bridge. Only no, there's specific like Adobe. Yeah. Things and mine doesn't. Bridge yeah. helps you bridge. bridge that gap onto the on on the. I mean, I use Bridge at work, so now I know what to do with Bridge. Which anyway, is the ultimate thing is is it needs to be into a Lightroom album. Mm. Once you do that, it's dead easy. You can literally okay, just so add the album to your page. Yeah, I'll, a, done. I'll do that then because I'm just having a complex. <laughs> um, and it's it's not too slow now that it's had time to kind of work on it, but it's mm. slow to load, which I don't want. You're getting there. You're getting there. Because apparently it takes five seconds for something to kind of like buff out before someone leaves or something. Mm. Yeah. The, Was it us that had this conversation? I think we did have this conversation. We no, did. It's three to five seconds and if something doesn't load, people just go, oh, sorry. It's the same as a YouTube else. video. Yeah, yeah. And mine is probably taking about about that time or more. So, yeah. uh, so moving okay. swiftly to my storage, which we touched on. Um, I do have just a hard drive at the moment that I plug in. Obviously, I have small internal storage. So I have a little hard drive that I put everything on. I, do you know, I've messed with this a lot because I used to save all my photos on Flickr. Mm. Anyone agree? 
anyone in a green? You weren't with Flickr person, Flickr. were you? Yeah. So I used to save yeah. all my photos in Flickr, which was good. Um, now I save them all in Google Drive. Which is, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't speak any higher. You know? Which I like Google Drive. But now, because Google Drive only has like 20 gigabytes of free data or something. 15. 15. 15 gig, I think. Mine's yeah. about to be full. So I was looking for another solution when Amazon Amazon Prime came to my rescue. Yeah. It has sent me an email saying, did you know <laughs> that you have free storage for all of your photos? Oh, yeah, they have ever, their unlimited. And I was like, that's a great plan. And I have an Amazon Fire Stick right now. So I was like, nah, apparently you can just upload as much as you want. And it's really easy album systems, which is cool. <laughs> the problem is, and the reason why I won't use it is because if you even miss one payment... Uh, they will close down your access to it immediately. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't delete but them though. Would they? Delete I know, no, but like, there's that, there's that problem with like, it's I, the reason why I like but Google. It's no, but it's no different to if you oh, subscribe no, to Google. If the reason why I like, like Google Photos is that I, I, I would much rather know how much I've got, which I guess is going against my going against my grain in in the fact that I have unlimited data on my phone plan. I digress. But the I, I like the fact that with Google, like I'm consistently um, getting more knowledge of what I'm getting rather than it being a secondary service. Mm-hmm. But and the not, problem, with, that, Am- the problem Amazon, with Amazon is it's just one of a big bundle of things and it's not it is, really... But Amazon's web services are their primary oh, money I know, owner. I know that. I know that. Like I'm as just... in their, their storage. So yes, you can store as much as you want. The difference is, is you pay 79 quid a year. You get obviously yeah. whatever it is, you know, unlimited shipping or... Yeah. You, you know, get like all the videos. All the videos, and... that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. £79 a year. If you think for two terabytes of storage on Google Drive, I think that comes in at about seven quid a month. Seven so actually, yeah. yeah. So if it's like eight quid a month, okay. they do. They did. I don't know if it still stands now, but they did have a deal a month ago, which I nearly bought into, which would save me about five pounds. It's, it's the same thing as that Disney Plus is going on right now, where you can get a whole year for fifty quid, mm. which I'm, I'm tempted. I might be looking into. Um, I think it's just. I think it's the fact that like I wouldn't. I used to. I used to be a person who paid dearly. But yeah, I, I feel comfortable paying monthly because I know that I'm keeping up with payments, and it makes me feel better. It maybe just because I'm I'm an emerging. When adult, I had a student finance, you know? I was a pay yearly person, but now yeah. I'm not. But do you know if Amazon's going to go out there and say you've got unlimited storage, which is what Flickr used to be like, yeah. I mm. think. Yeah, I'm pretty Don't sure. Don't get too then, too Yeah, fuck with it. it I'm in. Like, you've sold me. I'm mm. in. So uh, currently, I'm moving everything from my hard drive over to that. I mean, it's nice to have options as well because my hard drive's quite. Um, I spent about fifty pound on it but it's, the, it's wired so that the wire comes in and out which is terrifying like all hard drives it's just not good <laughs> is there none that are like I, f- I feel like i've had one that's stuck in the wire the wire's stuck into the actual hard drive itself so let's put this mm. into context i'm really sorry I, because i was googling what you, you were talking ah. two terabytes is 79.99 a year same price as amazon prime mm-hmm. on google photos so actually by paying you 79.99 uh you will get two terabytes of storage on Amazon, but you'll also get your other benefits. The downside, I would say, is it's not a, it's not. I don't think it's primarily designed as a file storage system. Yes, that's what it's, I was. It's more trying to get at. I think you do get Amazon Cloud Drive, yeah. so you do get like their cloud sto- sort of storage. I mean, I'm chill for just all my. my I only save all my JPEGs and stuff like this. Exactly. So, I, I don't. Exactly. I, I save my raws. Now, I'm to, not that yeah. human. Well, like to me, just, they're just too, they're just, they're too big. I'm not even yeah. arguing about it. I've had loads of people. I'm not even arguing about it. I'll buy a new SD card. I'm sorry. That's what I'm like. Oh, I'm don't done, bring done. up SD cards, yeah, no. people. So yeah, I'm currently moving yeah. all my stuff over to Amazon. 
And okay. then it moves me onto my last thing, which is about sharing and caring. Sharing and caring. So, God, so um, uh, I have uh, the preview app on my phone. Um, there are things I'm not okay with with that. Let me give you an explanation Thank you. Can someone just give me a massive clap? Is. I mean, so give you a massive clap. Preview app is uh, like a, it's got the same free column kind of situation. They all look square <laughs> and it's a great way of just organizing your <coughs> posts. Um, and especially if you really like curating two colors codes, mm. especially I am. Um, it's really nice to have everything in a specific line exactly, and it's really yeah. easy to move everything about. Um, you can put captions on there if you are that organized of a person. Them, but I'm really not. Uh, I'll make them on the day. So mm. yeah, preview apps great, but they have a so-called schedule option. But there is no way to schedule a post for Instagram. Well, it's against the Instagram terms. Yeah, that's why. so you can't do that. So if you're using later, you can grant permissions to it, so it'll self-publish. I can tell you now, though, that Instagram are dead against uh, scheduled publishing. It mm. means that people it, will start will coming get, off of Instagram, though. We, you will get banned. That's the issue. The reason the reason why I mention it is because it's actually been officially sanctioned by Instagram. It's later. La- la- later or an official partner of Instagram. Okay, so, so that's, that's a bit probably why it happens. But what they're doing is they're clamping yeah. down anybody that's given oh, third no, party no. access it's only to if, your account. It's only if it's only if you I think so the reason why it's an officially officially allowed and sanctioned as an API is because they know that people who use later use it for official reasons. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, but then you've also got all the apps that people sign up for, for like the follow and follow, oh. find your ghost followers, all people, that stuff. A lot of people have been complaining about being blocked for seven days because of it. And I'm just like, well, you took yeah. the bullet. It's your fault. You've got yeah. against the terms. Anyway, yeah, it has this scheduled <laughs> option, but really all it does is just kind of send you a notification you, yeah. to do it. Which is still fine, I think. I think mm, it works. I mean, if it's hit and miss, I feel like on the preview app, but it's done some updates before since I've used if it. If you so. proactively know you're wanting to post around a certain time, then I think it works. Yeah, so, I mean, People I've just got it. a little uh, Fitbit watch that tells me to do you're it at 7 o'clock at night. I'm sure so. it's not too bad for you, at least. Not too bad. Instagram annoys me, but we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> I think that's everyone on there. So yeah, you yeah. haven't got the schedule option. And what really annoys me is you have this beautiful little square. You know, you can <laughs> see your photo in it. And then you double click it and it comes up with the full size of the image. Now, the full size of the image doesn't always uh, upload into Instagram. I don't always crop to Instagram. So it's super annoying when it like shows you that you can, then you can't, oh, and it, you have to figure it, it out. Ruins your, yeah. your, uh, I'd complex. rather it come up like what it would if you were to post it on Instagram. As in like a yes and a no tick, kind of like saying this is not correctly This doesn't match what Instagram's guidelines on crop is. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be good. I think Instagram themselves could do better with doing that. But the preview app is doing bits at the moment from the looks of it. You did Mm. send something earlier about it doing bits, but I mean that's only really if you're a video person, Mm. and I'm really not, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I try posting between 7 and 7.30, usually like a Monday, a Wednesday, um, a Thursday. But typically you don't, you, don't, you don't have I don't a, post you don't, you don't really, you don't stick to a schedule. You're, you're, if you're going to post, you're going to post at those times. If anyway. I can, I will. But at the moment, my Instagram, I don't know if it's a phone thing. I'll like create a whole kind of thing. I won't save it to my drafts because I'm mm. that person. And then <laughs> I'll even click off the of the app. Yeah, I'll click off to the app <coughs> and I'll go back on the app. And it's all and gone. It's gone. Yep. And that's happened to me once today. Yep. So I was going to post twice, but never mind. I think I've, I, I worked out what that problem is, but 
Yeah, to be honest, on, on Android, I always normally for posting. I should just save it as a draft. I have a draft, but even then, sometimes I've had drafts disappear. So I'll back it up anyway. Yeah, yeah, I just shove it into a notes app. I know. Anyway. I wish I'd spent time, but then I, I've the been tags using you get like. Annoyed about really at a point. I've been using a website. Um, she digresses as she finds it. So it's I type in like say if you really like fashion photography, um, it comes up with hashtags automatically yeah. set to like what you think it would be good for. Um, I'm just gonna get what it was because yeah. it's she just, taps away. It's uh, best dash hashtags dot com and yeah. you go onto it and I type in fashion photography and it comes up and you can just copy them all. The downside, yes. The downside of this is that what's the first hashtag in the list for fashion? Yeah. Like a fashion. It's going to be shadow bands. Fashion. Sorry, Google's so having a bright meltdown. Yeah, so that that fashion, there's going to be 34 million photos in yeah. there, so you just get lost. Do you know, I found it being quite good because I keep using the same ones <laughs> on accident because if you're coming up with hashtags off the top of your head, fashion, pink, And have you not glasses. noticed, have you not noticed though that if you do use the same hashtags that you, yeah, engagement you're just dies? So I've not. So um, fashion photography, I've been using, they've got two sections for that, so I've been using each one and then I've been going on portrait photography using each one and brand photography each one, photography in general each one. Um, mm. So, I mean, it's been doing me a good one, so I'm not going to complain. I mean, I've stopped then, using hashtags Hashtags more so nowadays. Yep. They're, you, they're just not I can't tell anymore. you what is good because I don't think I anyone think tagging you can watch. Is, yeah. Tagging is working out more so for me. You can watch any YouTube things you want. You can, oh, talk, no, you can yeah, listen yeah. to us ramble on about what our best opinions are. But there is no good way There's to no get around Instagram. They make this difficult so that you stay with them. And Bear so that in mind. Yes. Mm. Which I'm not doing no more. Cause oh no, work. we're not going to give them the satisfaction. <laughs> that, is me. that is my workflow. Thank you very much. I've been Billy Harrison. Mike drop by. So thanks very much, Billy, and we will now hear a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Paradise Co. For t-shirts and beanie hats, visit paradiseco.uk and use the promo code GTS2020 to get 10% off. Hello and welcome back to part two of the podcast. We're now going to be talking to Josh and about what he does with his workflow. Yeah, so... uh... Where do I begin? I mean, obviously, I'm going to do it in order, but I had to say that because... We're going to start from the start. It, start, start from the bottom, the now we're here. Um, so, as as Billy started with, like, how she got models, I, I I think if I get the gear out of the way first, then I can... You do it in whatever order you yeah, yeah, yeah. feel. Yeah, So That's just how my brain worked. Oh, I think you did pretty well, actually. Thank you. Um, and actually, for somebody who talks very little, she thinks sometimes in the podcast, you did pretty well, I, I think. I feel like I talk too much. <laughs> no, you talked adequately. So, what yes. gear do you have? Right, so uh, I have a Canon. So me and Billy both share the same make. Yeah, but we, we both we both idolise the idea of an Sony. So this gear will probably change in like two years. I, I put it a minimum, maybe. I mean, um, I'm saving for a house. So let's go five. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, two plus. So yeah, I, I have the Canon 60D. Um, I have it. So, so for those who are not aware, this camera is now ten years old. But for all intents and purposes, apart from a f- bar a few things that John can do with his camera and probably Billy can do with her 80D, um, I actually don't struggle too much with does taking photos. It does the job. It's not like one of those one of those old fashioned, you know, like. Uh, local village things where you're like oh if it works it works like kind of thing it's not a village quote john it's not a village quote it's not a village quote is it well i don't know where is it no it's not you know what an old person's thing but to say isn't it if old, it works it works but 10 years old it isn't it like broke, you know it, it works it. that's it that's the one i was thinking that's the one you're thinking it about. works and, i mean i've had older cars but 
at the same time, I, I mean, we can't really compare cameras and cars. They're really two different things. One has an engine. Yeah, cars should one, die quicker. One's a computer in itself. But yeah, anyway, other guess. So... Well, the, the shutter and the benefit. The benefit with the 60D uh, that I purchased, and uh, Billy obviously pointed this out earlier, I said, I bought it like new, and I used the words like new in asterisks and air quotes for a good reason. Because it's from, like new. Uh, from, from a Sheffield camera shop online. And I wasn't just sky thinking this. I wasn't just clicking what links I saw on Google. Uh, I had a good friend who who's uh, he's now a Sony user, so that makes John happy. Um <laughs> Um, but Thanks, he was Ricky. he was a previously it's not Ricky oh. it's Chris <laughs> Chris Fifer, yes oh, I thought it was um, he Ricky. introduced me to a few different options <laughs> from Canon so he was showing me a 60D which was this one this one was the second option actually the first option I think was a bit more closer to something like a 5D mm-hmm. or something sim too similar yeah that's a big he jump did re- he did recommend a 6300 mind you the prices would be pretty decent on this but I was kind of capped around spending three to at the top end maybe 550 yeah if i'm pushing it but as i live at home still and i have to live within my means still even if i don't have a house on my own um you know i, I can't overspend. it does the job definitely. and ultimately i went with this one because i like the fact that it was it had a you know a legacy attached to it in terms of like it's a very well reputable used camera youtubers have used it for years mm. it's been well respected in many fields of photography and that made me comfortable so i went along with that and it came as you might expect um without the original packaging uh but it yeah. did come with the original charger which well, and the battery and the battery i mean it's a camera so yes but it works the the listing that the listing that was for it was really good because it was it was as accurate as the day and you you always get a bit worried about buying online if you don't get the chance to go to shop. I don't. To be fair, I feel like if it says what it says, <laughs> if it I mean, was, I know, if it was I eBay, I'd be probably a bit more. I mean, as long as it's got good reviews, you yeah. find. Um, so, what lenses do you have? So, I have the eighteen to fifty-five, which came from my original camera, which kit I lens. still own. Yes, the yeah. kit lens with the which is which was the twelve hundred D. Um, I I kind of hated the fact that I ended up having a twelve hundred D because I really kind of wanted the thirteen hundred D after finding out it literally released the day after. Now, now let's it. let's work this out. Yes. Because Canon model numbers, yes. the more zeros, is that the lower? Yes. Yeah. So, as as as, as the, the, the guy who but I Nikon, it, I swear Nikon the is the opposite. Yeah. yeah. As as the day as the, on the day I bought it, the guy put it to me as simply as it's, it's Canon. It's the same the manufacturer's way of putting a few different features into a camera and mm. hopes it sells. But yeah. it's also the bargain basement beginners camera, which okay. for me was fine because you can put any lens on it you want, um, bar a few different makes, obviously. As I said, I mean it's a camera; it takes photos. Yeah. So what um, else you got? So yeah. you got so, new kit lens. Mm-hmm. You're talking about. I also own the second lens I bought was the seventy-five to three hundred, and mm-hmm. that's uh, it doesn't get much use anymore. Uh, it's not really attuned with my portrait stuff, but I did use it quite regularly for landscaping. The annoyance <coughs> is when you go up to the furthest focal length; it is bollocks it's terrible mm-hmm. um as john would probably so like for it, location module kind of stuff which is what we're I talking s- about i focus really around no no and is it when you say it's not good is it uh is it because it's it's a macro lens but it, when you get to the end of the tethers you even if you've got a tripod the quality re- it's like, uh, it's, like so it's, get, it's almost like going to digital shake. zoom it's terrible yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's you're getting shake rather mm. than so it's the, because your camera or the lens doesn't have image stabilization yes that's the issue and that's why it's cheap so, yeah so it should be okay on a tripod though 
Oh yeah, yeah, it's fine on tripod, but like even at that point, then you, you're still gonna have you know your weather problems, which even just little shakes is enough for it, mm-hmm. and that's why it's, it's centered around the hundred to hundred and fifty bark. And yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that obviously when I was when I was first looking through it. And you know what? You live and you learn. I think it's good knowledge to have. So what do you use? So yes, the uh, the two that I use, uh, the the latter is the uh, the the, four, the first one is the fifty. Uh, and that's from Yonku. Uh, so for those who have ever used Yonku lights, I think we did mention that Phil used Yonku lights at one point. Um, that's and... interesting because I say it differently. Yeah. I say Yong Nuo. Ah, I think we came to the conclusion that Josh says things differently. The reason why I said Yonku <laughs> is because of the way that Google s- pronounced it to me. Well, you said something well. earlier that was You've totally different. You've relied on a text-to-speech engine to tell you how to speak hey, don't it. Don't knock it. Don't knock it. All right. I anyway. Would. Anyway. It's a manual which, yes. lens. Agreed? It, it's, is it, is it's not, not manual. It's automatic. It's autofocus. Oh, nice. uh, yes. Yes, it is. It autofocuses? Yep. Oh, okay. I, th- I assumed it was a manual focus lens. No, no. Um, but I quickly, uh, if, if I hadn't got to this point now talking about it in the podcast, maybe a year ago, I might have talked a bit differently about it, but I've relied on it less. It's £42, so there are going to be some downsides. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked out quite quickly uh, after about four or five months, if that's quick to people, that the, the rubber ring uh, that you get on all lenses when you go manual um, it's the calibration of it. It's a little out. So if you if you're turning it and then you move away, it's like it clicks back a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, not clicks back, but like it moves back a little bit. It's like Creeps, yeah. Imagine it like if you're using um, like uh, I'm trying to think. You know, like on like a like a bike where you can turn up the different um, levels. Mm-hmm. You can never sometimes get it on one number specifically. It's like that. It's yeah. a bit. It's either a little bit. It peters left or right a little bit. So you don't use this one either. <laughs> I don't use this one as frequently because I now rely on. I'm going to phrase it my baby because it's the best lens that I've owned now. Um, is the 24 mil. Uh, I, I don't want to focus on John's coughing for a second there. The 24 just talk. 2.8 I'm Canon. So yes, two, yes, this is the, the 2.8. So that's interesting. I feel like we use known. very, considering we're both doing the models, um, mm. I feel we like very, we very, very different. different lenses it's because your studio base probably that's why you don't use a 24 i don't know mine was kind of like made for location and studio like I the 1820 the 1824 mil times 1.6 uh 2.8 he says no no yeah so 24 so it's like about 30, 38 40 something like yeah. that yeah mm. so it's a bit better than my 50 is it's not my 50 is more like a 70 75 yeah yeah <coughs> Someone said either seventy two or seventy three. It's, it's, it's very. Do you find infrequent. being with a fixed lens like frustrating though? Because you have to go for you'll have to go further away in location, right? That's originally what I was. I had skepticism over mm-hmm. quite a lot. That's what the fifty because the fifty mil mm. annoys me for that reason. Mm. That having to walk so far away mm. just to get a full body it's, shot. It's part of the reason why I know a lot of people who even in the Sony cam prefer an eighty. Mm-hmm. Even even if you are full uh, full full frame. Um, uh, but I, I think the the twenty four for all of its for all of its uh, bad points, which there are very few, mm-hmm. um, at least that I've discovered now. I've only owned it. I think if I'm giving it enough time to think, probably about five months, probably mm-hmm. nearly, nearly oh, half a year. Like a new thing, yeah. So, but but every shot that I've done on uh, that's on my Instagram, bar maybe two or three or four at most, have been taken with that lens. And everyone that I've coming to you know kind of i guess contact with talking about the lens has yeah. has spoken quite highly of it and and they actually f- approve of its 
Um, it's depth. Well, I liked on my Sony, I liked the Sigma 30mm 1.4. Mm. So similar-ish focal length. Yeah. Obviously a little bit quicker. Um, yes. And it, it was a little bit more expensive, but it was a crop sensor lens. Mm. So at that crop sensor range... Um, well, it's not crop. It's it's it's, it's a it's a it's the obviously it's, if you put it on a full frame, it will give you the full. But uh, on, a, on a crop extension, no, I don't think it will. Obviously, is it a twenty-four mil? It's twenty. It says on twenty-four on the two point eight. Yeah, two. Yeah, no, 2. but 8. is it a full frame lens, or is it a crop lens? I just seen that as I a crop lens. It's right? If it's EFS, I would imagine that's EFS. a crop sensor lens. Okay. So that will not. Hmm. It'll work on a full frame body, but you still but be you'll only get you'll get vignetting. So uh, around the edges, it'll just be black. See, for, uh, obviously, we we don't we don't credit ourselves here as experts, guys. But I didn't actually know that. Yeah, so so you've, you've you've opened my eyes to that. So, so thanks I can, for that. I can I can shoot with crop sensor lenses. So on a Nikon, that mm. would have been an AFS lens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whereas the full frame ones are often like AFDs. Mm-hmm. So it's the older lens. So what's the know, difference? That so because this is an EFS and the seventy five three hundred is only an EF. Yeah, so you're more than likely... Well, it might just be that it's a slightly different lens. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll find out. Yeah. Um, so, as I've put it here, I use the 24mm mainly for portrait photography, with the Yonku being a closer slash tighter lens if needed. Uh, so, and then brackets I put, it says, used to, used to be my main lens for a while. Uh, I'm looking to replace uh, the 50 with the official one soon from Canon, uh, the 1.8 <coughs> STM. Uh, yeah, and I'm, uh, the only reason I'm doing that is because I—that's the one I've got. The only reason I'm doing that is because I—I picked up it from someone the other day just to have a quick go at it, and instantly I was like, "Why am I being stupid?" Yeah. Okay. This is the one that's nauseating me, though. Here we go. Okay, the verdict so, is in. EF and EFS, yes, are two different mounts. I thought so. Okay, so EF works on full frame. EFS works on crop only. So that's why it was cheaper then. That means that your EF lens will work full frame, yeah. Will work full frame, okay. but your EFS is crop only. Is it more so because it's a fixed lens that is possibly an S for a reason? Uh, it's cheap. Yeah. By comparison, so if you wanted a twenty-four, not as cheap lens, as the seventy-five three hundred was. But no, but I'll give it that. Yeah. yeah but the difference is, is the seventy-five three hundred is a much slower lens. So, yes, that's so what the, makes it cheaper. So as well, the twenty-four yeah. mil, if it was on a crop sensor, mm. that basically means things like sixty Ds, fifty Ds, eighty Ds, that sort of stuff. Mm. That's going to work. Uh, however. Uh, if you were to upgrade to a full-frame um, Canon mm. uh, or even a full-frame Sony and use an adapter, you're going to get vignetting, or you're going to have. Is to that shoot. necessarily bad? Well, yeah, because you only get you're only basically you're shooting on the middle bit of the sensor. Oh, uh, okay. So it can only produce uh, instead of 24 megapixels. Is there uh, an, it is it is be... it like an adapter thing that like will like. Like sort of, I don't know if if it make, if this makes no. sense, but like, there's an adapter for other no. lenses for it, other cameras, but yeah. there isn't one for. You can't you ah. can't adapt a crop to a full frame. You can. So shoot... if I went if I went to Canon's f- mirrorless series, I would. You could now. Well, you'd, you'd need lens. new lenses anyway. Yeah. Because they the Canon and Canon yeah, now lenses, are yeah. not and ca- the other thing as well, the Canon RF lenses, mm. which they're producing, are their best lenses they've ever made. Arguably, yes. mm. they're sharp, they're well made, and actually, but they're not backwards compatible. No, but equally, Canon are already saying now they're not going to make any new digital SLR lenses. So there's nothing wrong with using digital hmm. SLRs. They'll still be around. People are still using so them. Their lenses so, will still be there. Uh, yeah. so you're, they're you're not ha- going to make any new Which I'm lenses. quite happy with because it makes them cheaper. You're ha- yeah. You're so. happy. You're seeing. You're, so you're, so you're, you're, you're in the, the camp of now. Can, Canon's side, making the effort to see the difference now. Well, they're going to have to. And then yeah, the yeah. flip side is that. Because they're making more mirrorless lenses, mm. they should get cheaper as well. Uh, sh- and the camera should as well, yeah. <coughs> so you never know. We might end up, me and you might end up getting a Canon 
Mirrorless, you never know. Uh, mm, it depends. Well, yeah, because I was going to get the 5D Mark III, which is mirrorless full frame, mm. isn't it? So, yeah, I'm looking at you like, yeah, yeah it's full frame. I think so. Yeah, it's just a bit old now. It's full frame, but it's not mirrorless. Yeah. So, but now we've done your well. equipment. Mm. Yes. Uh, so, what I've what I've put a little bit down here is like the, the so the 1855 gets re- used rarely, and it only aids me with uh, some other type of shoots. I always keep it handy because it's small and compact, and it can sit in my gear bag. Uh, as you once said before, you keep. I do keep it with me you. just in case, like which I'm glad because I smashed that one, so I could use the other one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't Not tend the same, to but... use the Canon 75-300 much anymore, as it doesn't requ- it doesn't require the sort of distance in the the field that I'm doing right now, and I'm looking to potentially sell it. I am going to sell it, I think, after I come back from my cruise this week. I'm going in two days' time, and I'm thinking I might just bag it because mm-hmm. even though I might sacrifice some quality, I think I'll get some really good, decent photos from the cruise hey, ship. It's always good just to take with you just in case. So I'm just, I'm just going gonna, gonna to roll the dice and just yeah. try it because I've still got the lens. So while I've got it, it might as well not eat up dust. I mean, Definitely. it's in good nick still is, yeah. and I, I think I will get some decent money for it. Anyway, I digress again. Um, I, I'm going to move on to my section about models. Mm-hmm. So... I've split it into sections. I've split it into models I tend to find work with in these ways. Uh, and obviously the one that everyone uh, obviously goes over the most. And you obviously, and I'm, sh- I'm sure even for your type of stuff, John, obviously you'll use Instagram uh, or Pinterest. Uh, so I'll either get messaged. That happens quite rarely. Um, I get more so a request back of a yes, sorry, like a confirmation mm-hmm. from messaging them first. Uh, I do sometimes find models through models um, and uh, obviously I find them through models who who, I've, who would like to work together anyway. Yep. So I, I basically end up getting a bit of a, a group increase on that. So stuff like networking events, uh, like Gaz's network event. Um, and also I'm, I'm listed on photo shoot app um, and I'm also listed on the shoot IO. I didn't put that here, but mm-hmm. if you go to my website at the front page, I have there, they've just introduced a bit like how you can have like a fine on the app store thing. Mm-hmm. They've just introduced fi- featured on the shoot.io, which is fantastic. If I ever get any stickers or anything <coughs> like that is like, you know, in hand, I will stick it on there. Uh, I think that's a great way to start or, your website. Or a up. business card. Yes. <laughs> Probably not a business card. It'd probably be like, I'll probably have it like a virtual thing on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I will then, uh, over the weeks heading up to the shoot, uh, I will moodboard using Pinterest. Uh, every model I've come across sometimes says moodboard rather than Pinterest. But when I say Pinterest, they're like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and set a date and time to meet and allocated hours. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I get really... Very important, this really part. In- yes, I get... Because if you don't, you won't meet them. I, and then I, what? I, uh, this is no criticism to any model. This has never happened before. But like, I'm just in general, it gets on my rat. It does, and I know a lot of people it does as well. It's on his rat, John. On his rat. <laughs> um, is is how many allocated hours you got? I want to know when you need to go because I'm not gonna. I don't want. I don't want to be that person who Do goes know, just one yeah. more shot, just one more shot. Because I'm I'm not a dick like that. No, I don't like that. I get yeah yeah. I hate that mentality. I feel that. There are there are that. photographers I've had a that few, have happened. With yeah, that. I've had a few in the like halfway through. They're like. Oh, I need to go in like 15 minutes. Like, it just ruins okay, the vibe. It's like, like, like well, you need, to, that, but... you need to be clean and clear with the person. Communication is key. No, that's something I'll pick up from that. I'll okay. ask them now Setting how expe- long they have. Setting expectations. Yeah. But mm. working in the studios, I usually say, oh, I've got like an hour. So like, they have mm. to work around that. Yeah, I, I, I tend to sometimes also scale back an hour <laughs> from when they're, fr- when they're f- okay to finish. So uh, that hour, that uh, that hour, I treat it as almost like a golden hour, where mm. like if we, if we're gonna do anything, we'll run through. So one of the things that I tend to do with uh, models is run through a range of emotions, because the one thing that a lot of models have is range, 
And sometimes if they don't have that range or they just don't know how they react with me if it's their first shoot with me, yeah. I tend to go, okay, right, I'm going to give you, let's say, 30 seconds. I want you to go from being happy to sad to being confused. And it, it doesn't matter what face you make. It, it might end up being a quite good photo. Um, and I'll just keep snapping away. That's interesting. And, exp- and, and whatever happens at the end ends up being the result. And a lot of the photos have come out of that have been pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So that also obviously comes uh, nicely into looking through different outfits, yeah. using snaps of what they own. I also discuss if there are any outfits that could be additionally added. And mm-hmm. it's up to them at their discretion if they want to buy it. I don't, uh, obviously, it goes without saying, obviously, I don't need to really say it, but you, you guys know, I obviously don't, make them buy it no one makes anyone buy anything i thought you um, made them buy it no <laughs> this no. is what i'd like go and buy it yes but nasty gal all the way but i do what i try and do is sometimes either you use like a reference of something mm-hmm. so like one of the things um that i quite like in shoots and i tend to shoot a lot around mm-hmm. is uh things like um jackets yeah uh, whether they're denim or leather um and things that just kind of like are very eye appealing mm-hmm. um and obviously that's not to sexualize the person I'm working with, but I think it's... Defo is. It's tr- <laughs> Jokes. Because uh, he's a man, I'm being mean. <laughs> I know, I know. Josh I'm ready for uncomfortable. it. <laughs> I'm ready for that gun. Josh made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, this is this is the next bit where I say, uh, Billy, you're killing me. Uh, yeah. Killing <laughs> him. Anyway, so obviously that with that all being said like obviously i trying to get we try to get capture a mood um, yeah. and, and we obviously base it around Pinterest. Nice. Uh, and then the next thing that we'll do is obviously, as it says here in my notes, we'll check through those outfits and see which ones uh, work well with mood board, with the mood board, and which ones we can pass along to the green light. So sometimes I don't do it with all models. I, I tend to have another mood board, mm-hmm. which is all the approved ones between us, um, and that's the part of the reason why. Uh, I oh, only... so you're very in depth. Like you really mm. like to share the experience with the model. I I want what I what I tend to do is I tend to build this up the way I do so that they have a good expectation of me. And if that expectation is something that they, they like, they're more likely to come back and shoot with me again. See, guys, this is what it sounds like when someone puts effort in. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> really I'm very like, that. I'm just going to let the models do what they wish and I'm going to do what I wish and then let's see how that goes. You're going to be disappointed when you hear mine. <laughs> I've never really had a problem with my approach, though, so mm. must be doing something right. So uh, the next the next last last two points of this uh, is I'm, I'm the meeting point to go from to first location. These things are very critical because I want to know where they want to start outfit wise, whether they, you know, what, what they turn up in. Yeah. Um, so probably a good example. I'm sure Megan won't mind me telling, telling you guys this. So Megan Campbell, uh, I bet she minds. model, uh, brilliant model. Uh, she's she's not signed, but I think she's got a lot of good levels. And one of the one of the things that I appreciate is that she told me ahead that she was going to be wearing jogging bottoms, so I knew where to start from that. And actually, the gym that really <laughs> sorry, the gym. there he is. I was trying I'm to back. like get him back into the banter bus. Sorry, sorry. He was not concentrating on the I'm, banter I'm bus. I was trying to rip Josh, and he was just there. The the the, Ill. the, 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 yeah. the the good thing that was that came out of that was because she told me ahead. I thought, well, okay then. She's she's that? she's ready in mm. like that. We haven't released any of these photos yet, but we've actually the f- the first that we did Teaser. was in her was in her jogging bottoms, and she she we paired it with a pair Sounds of e- sexy. headphones I had in my pocket, oh. and we put, well, I gave her the Apple Watch that I got oh. to put on, oh. and we turned it into an early morning jog. her in tech. Early morning jog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. And to be honest, uh, apart from some of the photos, did have her <laughs> earrings in. She did. She well, she had loops in, so we quickly took them out without realizing it, without realizing mm. immediately, like you said with the bobble on your yeah. arm. She did have a bobble on, but 
Um, yeah, it was, it was okay. It was a, it was a little um, like earrings are not. Yeah, it doesn't fit with the story. Yeah, in yeah. That sense. yeah I, I mean, mean, I could probably go in and Photoshop them out, but like I think we've agreed to disagree that it's it's a bit more extra hassle, and like there are better photos that we took with it <laughs> with, without them. Yeah, so definitely. those photos haven't seen the light of day yet, but they've they've been you know put forward as like something really good. So we're probably going to use them for more of when she wants to like motivate her, you know, feed a little bit. So that all worked for that. Okay. So we we've sort of hypothesized, hypothesized. I don't say the word right. Like what we want from it, and then obviously from that we'll arrange the like, the the uh, the least the first and second locations after the meeting point minimum because I, the one thing I hate when I do a shoot <laughs> is going from this to uh where next uh where next mm-hmm. i mean there are there are times that i don't mind it being a bit spontaneous and obviously we've talked about this in our pet peeves and you know uh, bad habits episode um so that is the two things that i try and get see nailed. i feel like you're just very organized like <laughs> i hate i hate there being a bit I, of deviant dev- yeah. deviance in it if i do a location shoot i usually say right we'll start the good examples of jury quarter so i usually meet them in town mm. i'll walk them into the jury quarter and then we'll just walk yeah Hope. Yeah, that's what we tend. Yeah. That's what we do tend to do. Yeah. For the, at least, the, like, if I've got somewhere that we can go to, mm-hmm. I don't mind. If you don't go to it, I just like to have. In my mind, like it's, it's, it's like if if I say that I'm going to walk to work, I don't just walk to work. I I know there's like it goes to Greg's th- too. <laughs> yes. No, I mean there's like there's one or two or, places. Or there's one or two yeah. places on my route that I know that I'm going to walk past. Kind like of thing. Greg's. <laughs> Oh, what's so maybe Josh, maybe Josh, ex- Josh does like a Greg's. I do like a Greg's. I won't like like. Yeah. So what? How? Like what locations do you? Use? Yes. So for for those who are not too familiar with my work, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, then you should be a little bit familiar because you might have checked Snap our pages fingers. out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out now. Um, so I tend to shoot in Birmingham and Nottingham as my two closest cities between the Midlands and the East Midlands. So central, sort of off east central you know um and then obviously around and inside of london uh i did actually work mostly in london to begin with and i slowly made my way back to the midlands because uh, i started doing my landscape uh, landscape stuff and most of my photography in london and obviously now i've 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 cooped that lower i guess away from the bigger cities yeah and i've moved back, back home, home. And, and if it wasn't for yeah. for that i don't think this podcast would even be in existence no probably at not. least in this format you guys might have done all your own things yeah i know you john you you had the idea of starting your own yeah yeah so we formed that i'm just that. here yeah <laughs> well to be but, fair um yeah. especially we've got about 27 percent of our listeners in america so you probably yes. have no idea where the midlands are uh it is Good in point. the middle of England. Like, <laughs> not in the north. As yeah. Well, it's kind of like we're West Midlands. So imagine like the yeah. middle, but kind of west. Kind of west in between England and we're Wales. About to, we're about so two, near London, two, two, two and a half hours drive to Wales or to London. We're way. near the middle bit. Right we're near the, the middle. Not the foot, but like... The less... Well, I was going to say the part. least likely to flood, but that turns out yes. is not true, mm. given the fact that... My like, car has some nice rivers, washes this week. Well, the River Seven and the River Wye have pretty much disintegrated. <laughs> Goodbye. If you ever lived in so. Beaudley, yes. Yeah. Beaudley well, made, made national yeah. news. That was surprising. <laughs> well, was, there wasn't a lot of it left, was there? Yeah. So. Anyway, we digress again. Um, the So I, when, when I'm working with a range of models, it's, finding new places in these three cities is is no small task. Uh, as, as I said a moment ago and in previous episodes, I like, to, I like to use spontaneity, but I also like to use logical thinking of these locations which have pleasing backgrounds and uh, furthermore, they feature the features which allow me to make the model and the, uh, the background synergy something magical without sounding corny, of course. Um, in brackets. Yes. 
Um, I like the, I like to use the word synergy in that sort of sense because I thought you'd spout it wrong. No, 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 he just means he wants the model in the background to gel. Yeah, I don't want I don't want there to be anything that like kind of like sticks. You don't want like contrast. I like contrast, but obviously we don't. Sh- we none of us shoot for contrast, right? Really, we we shoot we we shoot for the highlights, and then we work that mm-hmm. way down. No, I mean like um, contrasting like outfit to oh no, no I, I do do stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just it obviously I, I don't want to go against the grain if the weather's not really inviting that sort of vibe. Yeah. So like in the summer, w- I will go for more you know more playful colors mm-hmm. that work with the attitude of the weather yeah. but obviously most photographers will agree with me on this they know that obviously <coughs> the type of weather that most people want is overcast weather you don't really want sunny weather see see i i've been listening to a lot of podcasts I'm not going to call out this one because i forgot it <laughs> might be a starts with a click i've been living on it lately um but yeah i like to shoot in the sun direct sun i'm okay. a 12 o'clock bitch um. That probably means something completely different, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a 12 o'clock human, and You're I just do waiting like, outside somewhere like, um, at 12 o'clock. <laughs> I do like our aggressive sun sometimes. Well, um, it, can, it gives a different type of lighting, doesn't it? Mm. I yeah. I, do I, have don't, like I don't, a I don't hate the sun. But I mean, for landscape photographers, it is a problem. Like when you're trying to shoot mm-hmm. in a certain sky, like you get, you basically end up getting lines of the sky. Do you know, and you can't even see sky. your own screen on the camera. Yes, that is the <laughs> that hate. kind of I've light. I've seen people though using a cover thing, like almost like a sort of binocular sort of like. Cover. I've got an eye cup. That'd be cool. I think that's clever. I've got an eye cup. I would like to get one of them. I, I just keep forgetting about it. Anyway, uh, obviously, and and it also, I also tend to not share my <coughs> locations at first on, without anyone. And this is, but, but if you let me go further, you can see this in the notes. I can, yeah. Uh, unless I'm working in groups, and then I'm happy for others to go and shoot in the location. I, as I, I am all for community, and I'm not just a location holder. As long as you credit, Josh. <laughs> no, no, I don't even care for the credits. <laughs> I'm only joking. Okay, um, uh, let's quickly move on to uh, poses and direction then. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to quickly gloss over this one because it doesn't need too much. Um, I, I tend to work with a few different methods when it comes to the when it comes to the poses and the direction. I like to allow the model to feel comfortable with their poses and their direction. I sort of um, I'll actually reference John in this and say that uh, ever since like we've been discussing more about when he's been shooting with different people and uh, you know understanding their comfort levels and yeah. you know where they've become uh, mm-hmm. into this you know scene. Uh, I, I've I've took that more into account now and I end up actually. <laughs> Uh, going to talk to the model to choose a direction and they've moved into that direction without having to give much direction yeah. uh, so I've, I've been quite lucky but there have been times where the model is happy for me to direct them and I'll give it the direction if they want it um, so in many words uh, if I haven't worked with the model before I test the waters and I work out their range with how they react to spots in locations such as choosing poses where it's input for myself and also being able to take little hints from me <coughs> on how to expand on their poses, uh, which I like, and ones that we want to experiment onwards with. Nice. Definitely. As, like, I kept that as the most concise as I could. I didn't want to over It's not too that. deep. I mean, a lot of models kind of, no, if not, they don't spend too much on it. Yeah. And I suppose the other thing I would say as well is something you picked up on there is that you give them direction. But mm. in my opinion, and I think most you probably would agree, yes. there is never an appropriate time for a photographer to need to touch the model. No, I would know, no. I don't agree with opinion. that. Unless I'm like moving a piece of hair and then I'm like... Yeah, yeah yes, permission. Can I, yeah. Can I move yeah, that piece yeah, of hair? Just... But I, there are, and I have seen 
uh, at events and also um, on YouTube and stuff like that, where photographers are very uh, handsy. They're very and, forward. And I'm I'm not down with that. No, I, I don't agree with that. It's, it's their personal don't, space. Don't, yeah. You don't you know. and even even if they know even if they're friendly with the person, they should Definitely. never preach on their personal space. Okay, on to storing your work then. How do yeah. you how do you store and share? So I store my work uh, <laughs> on my two terabyte Google Drive store account storage account. Uh, and I also have a two terabyte external hard drive which uh, stays at home and is uh, access my local backup. Excuse me, local backup. Uh, I also for my workflow. Obviously, I'm going to keep this quite concise because I use. I'll talk about it more in editing. Uh, I use Lightroom and Adobe Creative Cloud uh, with one terabyte to store my st- uh, my photos. Credit to John for finally making me make the move. Uh, so you're obviously, welcome. I'll go more into it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I'll talk more about it down below. But uh, I make sure to get uh, backing up all of my work not long after my shoot or as soon as I can sit behind my MacBook or mainly at the moment my iPad Pro because of the portability and I can just sit somewhere in the house um, as I can get I can get into my workflow anywhere that it's be- that I'm based. Uh, I tend to wait though to upload uh, Google Drive photos until I get home where the internet is more reliable <coughs> and will upload quickly and smoothly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do find that uh, Lightroom actually is very good at optimizing that process and I can sit on a train and upload 150 photos with with ease. Nice. So, I, Or even on their own Wi-Fi on the train. You're okay over there, John? Sorry. John's all bunged I'm up. Tired. Bless him. Oh. Bless you. Bless you, mate. Uh, yeah, so trains, Lightroom. Mm. So yes, editing, editing yes. time. So as I mentioned above, uh, I, I now <laughs> I need to read that direct. Um, I now exclusively use Lightroom to edit and catalog the whole of my shoots as far back as Ju- uh, July and August summertime last year. So and I also backdated from December for some things, so I could go and work on some old projects. Like I said in the previous episodes, yeah. I worked on some other ones that I brought back. Um, as long as you've got the rules, you can go in and do them as much as you like. Do work on it as much as you like. Um, I, I also, uh, I've also got a plan to allow new edits of old work and unedited work uh, for future use. Uh, and th- that's a godsend. Before mm-hmm. all that, I did use to have a combo of Lightroom 2016 on my Mac. Uh, I owned the version before the CC1 come out. Uh, and I use Snapseed. I used to use Snapseed. I sometimes creep back to Snapseed for very small, quick edits, and that'll tend to be on my Josh Everywhere account. Uh, so I, I don't like go aggressive on anything, and I tend mm-hmm. to still stay in Lightroom for a lot of that. Yeah. Mm. So similar to what Billy actually said with her presets, because uh, obviously I was I, I I try and read everyone else's notes so I can get a bit familiar with yeah. o- with over like not over emphasizing the Just same points. Just stalking me a little. I didn't get to see much of John's because I think John did this quite late. Because me and Josh didn't, worked didn't them, hard together. Yeah. No, what yeah. it was, I didn't want you seeing my notes. All right, oh, all right, Stooge. Stooge. Oh. <laughs> it was because I did it today whilst I should have been wor- uh, whilst I was. Did it free. today? Whilst I, yeah. Oh, whilst yeah. I was yes. free. Where you was at work? You say? I was doing a cover lesson, so I didn't have any teaching. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'll just sit here and type, type away. Uh, at least so, you were being productive for your time. I still. was, yeah. So should like me with your preset. Yeah, so like you, I also use presets from online and some user-created ones by myself to speed up my editing flow. I'll sometimes create, in, I haven't put this in the notes, but I'll say that I sometimes create specific ones for models, people mm-hmm. that I work with quite regularly, and I know what they sort of like and expect. So it cuts down on that. And I can sometimes cut down my editing flow of some photos down to about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If yeah, I'm going for a decent flow. Um and uh, I will spend the majority of my time though using the selective and healing tools within Lightroom on my iPad. See, Wait. isn't that what annoyed me 
Was that what annoyed no, me? Well, I yeah, forget. but it's, it's because you were trying to do it on your phone. It's very small. But on a tablet, it's... I've got plenty of room to see yeah. it. Yeah. The quality it's, is fantastic say, on this device. When you say 15 minutes... Yes. ...for the whole set of photos. Not for the whole set of photos, just for one. For one photo. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like all of them. I oh, was no, impressed. no. I'm not that fast. No, Jesus. I'm not impressed Slimey. with 15 minutes. Okay. What? Right. Preset. What do you mean? 15? Preset in 15... No, no. So... That's if, if I have a preset, it mm-hmm. will take me 15 minutes. If I don't have a preset, it'll take me 45 sometimes. For one image? Yeah. What? If I, that's if, if on and off time. Book, on book. And off, oh, that's on and off, remember. Because when you're using an iPad, you can just drop it for a second and yeah, go make a cup of tea. So book, I, Josh, I'm including two years of his I, life editing if I move, If I take off the on and off starting time, maybe I'll get it done in less I than feel time. like Photoshop... I'm looking about four minutes of photo. Lightroom, that's, I'm looking about un- two minutes of photo. Saying, if, I, if, if, I'm, if, if, I'm, if I'm talking in the reasoning for that, if I if I am working on batches, it's like <laughs> five minutes per one, yeah. But if I'm working on... If, 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 I, if I'm working on one, it's only because, it's because I'm putting more effort into it because it's not just going... But that's a Photoshop online. job, that is. 15 minutes is I don't, like I don't use retouching Photoshop job. I I, need, I, can't, I can't use Photoshop on my iPad because it's a separate subscription and I don't I don't. So pay you guys for it. are trying to sell me on this mobile editing thing, but I, I'm not okay, sold. Okay, uh, when not we get to mine, this. it'll make sense. I'll come it'll back. make I sense. You. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Right. So go on then. So uh, as I was obviously saying back here, so like I I I'd, I have all of the settings uh, set to bring in all the camera adjustments with these different presets. So I have even just one preset that just opens in. Uh, all of the quick adjustments for the lens corrections, so I don't even have to worry about any of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that I like about the Lightroom CC. <coughs> it's very um, modular. Uh, there, obviously, you can't just input. Uh, you can't just like import um, the different preset options that you get, mm-hmm. um, which is annoying. But you can just go hop onto the website version and just add them in. So you don't even need to use a laptop at all if you don't want to. You just go onto the web browser and you do it. Um, so then I'll do some quality assurance checks and then I'll crop for Instagram as you do, Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on if the photo is in portrait or landscape, because I do shoot for landscape as well. Um, and uh, the only reason I shoot for landscape is so that then I either go for a semi-crop or I go for the full crop. Um, and so, so, and it's something Ooh. that we can all attest to at least in the, in the final process. Semi-crop. Like, so when I say a semi-crop, I mean as in I'll take out maybe like... Yeah, just, know, just a few, maybe a, two border sizes amount okay, yeah. on each end. On, on like the edges yeah. and then keep the model in the middle mm. or whatever. So and I'll then a full end, crop yeah. would be what? Like just down head to and the, shoulders Down to the head and shoulders, yeah. yeah okay. and, and the beauty of that is that Instagram plays a bit more nicely. Um, obviously, there are other reasons why that's not good, but I'm not going to get into those because it's not that important at the moment. Right. So. Um, yeah, delivery of work. Um, I thought to add this one. I didn't add this in immediately, but I decided to add it in because no, this is a good one. It's, I, I mean, I believe it's important to in share the process. In advanced minds, we transfer, and that's it. <laughs> Maybe Google Drive. I think you did put it on yours, but I don't think you mentioned it. I feel like I didn't. I feel like I, um, mm. I do just WeTransfer them over to people, and if, if they struggle use... with WeTransfer, I'll Google mm. Drive it. Like... I did use to use WeTransfer, and then I stopped using it because I thought the only way I'm going to benefit from using it is if I use the pro version, because I would like a place to be able to go back to it. That's the issue. Is, that's the issue, is that once that link's dead... Yeah. You've got to resend it again exactly. and upload it again. Whereas at Which least is much if you use more Drive effort. or anything, you can just share the link. And it's, it's always I suppose there. so, but if, and if it just changes, just changes. If, yeah. I want, if, like, if they want their photos, like most, I mean, like, 95% of the time they've opened it with like within five minutes. I would say WeTransfer is more for quick business sending. Yeah. 
like our office sends we transfer links to i suppose i understand what you mean by you've got the storage and share option with google drive Mm. but i mean we transfer wise like if i ever need to send raws or anything i mean it's quick it's easy i mean i don't have to see it again the difference is is that if you are sending edits for example Mm. you have to resend and if you if they say could you re-edit this or you have to upload it it you just upload yeah you upload the new jpeg with the same name, so it overwrites it. And then, oh, yeah. And then you're, you're all that's the benefit. That's the reason. That's my biggest reason why I don't usually transfer. I don't think you'll convince anymore. me just because of the Amazon thing that I'm currently going through, but I do thing, get your process. Same thing. If you, you uploaded those, you can share an album, I'm sure. The, that, and this is the reason why, this is one of the reasons why I use Google Drive as well, is because <coughs> making making send options easy, mm-hmm. most people have a Google yeah. account. Yeah. And you yeah. can log in immediately and, and, if it's, they and it's they in your share list. Easily. Yeah. And there's also. Uh, essence in the fact that with my process i've i've milled this down now quite a lot um i still use google drive for the full photo stuff at the end if yeah. the model is wants it anyway but the uh, i keep it short and sweet after storing all the photos onto cc uh lightroom uh, i then provide the model with a shareable link to the gallery that i set up for them um i order models to uh, who i work with to then make an account for adobe unless they've already got one because it helps if they want to work with me again in the future, it's better. Like mm-hmm. sometimes some models, I feel like they might not work with me again. So I sometimes skip that and go straight to Google Drive like I used to. Um, but obviously most of them do want to work again because there's there's not many people that I don't think would want to work with someone again in a sort of essence, but by the by. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get them to essentially do what most uh, most photographers will do. You get you to start the photos that you like. Uh, leave a comment it, with the system it does on there it's like a sort of yeah, really mini instagram yeah. you just like the one you want put the comment on it uh, can experience. i jump in two secs with a question do you send i feel like you and john do this don't you yep. show the models their photos yes. unedited don't you yes. yeah i only share i don't send them raws don't send I, them send them, no, no. I send them the imported. So you give them the option get, to basically, t- like, choose. Yeah. So see, often, I don't. I mean, it's not very always. rare that you'll see me do that. Not always. Asked. If it's paid, mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to do it. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, TPF, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it's but, my discretion. It's yeah. my work. I choose what mm-hmm. I want to share, mm. and for that, my time is is money. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, I've not been paid for it. Mm-hmm. Equally, they've not been paid, but if they get a handful of photos out of it that they're happy with, and I, I mean, get a handful yeah, it's of photos, then it's a collaboration. Mm-hmm. That's mm. the point. But I do get the fact that I've done this with um, a couple of models where I've done the Lightroom sharing, yeah. and they've commented and said like this, but please crop at the waist or this. And, yes, you know that's mm-hmm. sort of and that's what the comment section is great for because um, <laughs> well, it, it just saves a load of backwards and yes. forwards. Yeah, and, and the messages, and because the the link is modular as well. Um, obviously. It means that I can just upload the photo again and it's readily seen again. Uh, also, one of the things that I can do on the flight is I can enable uh, low-res JPEG downloading, which is brilliant because uh, obviously no one wants to give RAWs out, but I'm happy to to give a model uh, a select amount of the photos or all of the photos once we're both happy with the final edits <laughs> of any of the ones. And then you can ask me any time to go in. And the low-res JPEGs uh, are that low-res that then they're... they're even below what Instagram would allow you to upload um, in terms of quality. So like, they're not like, they're more like on your phone quality than you would, you wouldn't blow them up on the computer. Mm -hmm. So that makes it more easier for me to like (coughs) say to them, okay, well I've got the higher res version. I can give you that version so that I get them to come back to me if they want something that's just not a phone photo. That makes sense. So that they won't be using like Mm. 
And, 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 I, and I, I, I don't go as far as like yeah. putting any any war marks over it because mm. I don't believe in war no, marks. That makes sense because you're already using a really small photo. So. But then, arguably, wouldn't you want your work to be in their portfolio? So, so if they if the image they print, if they don't realise or oh no, I make it, it very, I make, make it clear to them because so they I don't, it big. I don't give the JPEG option unless they unless they request it. So I tell them it's available, but if they don't want as in it, the high they don't quality it. JPEG. If they want the high quality JPEG, I will offer it to them. Yes. But so it's, it's only if it's only if I've edited it. So I'm feeling like he's saying that the unedited photos that he shares with the model, right. he has them at such a low. Okay. I've got them in raw, but right. when they go to okay. download. So what you're option... saying, because I don't think this was clear initially. Uh, okay. Yeah. What you do, what you do is you share all the photos with yes. low quality JPEG, and then, then just the edited that, ones yes. you give them in high quality, mm-hmm. and they get all the edited ones as high quality. Yes. Right. Okay. I misunderstood. I That's thought all right. Meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were just giving them low quality JPEGs. No, no, no. no. Okay. Right. Okay. That so makes sense. I, I, I warned them that like the downloading of them from that from the, the same place where they edited, comment and like aren't yeah. edited won't be downloaded as rules. They'll be downloaded yeah, yeah. as like you know ten or twelve megabytes. If no, actually, no, that's even <laughs> higher than that. It's more like two or three, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably about two megabytes. And and like. and I like the fact that when I looked up that feature, J- uh, Adobe designed that feature purely for for that kind of yeah. sharing. Well, quality. it protects the photographer as well because yeah. you know that's not going to be blown up massive, and people judging your work on something exactly that's not, you know that good. And generally, I don't have this issue, obviously. Luckily, because I'm not I'm not a high profile photographer, but I'm imagining higher profile photographers will have that issue. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. appreciate that feature. So like, as it, as I've written it there, obviously. Um, we 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 follow following this. We mutually agree on the photos that we've edited officially, and then the ones uh, I have clear, ones I have clearance and assurance from them to upload sections of on my account, and then obviously tagging them in on their page as well. And then finally, with everything, I'll end up going. Okay, here's an edited folder um, for long term use, and for them to go back to in a pinch. Uh, preparing and sharing. This is pretty much it. Now this is my final section. Uh, I don't tend to use any planning apps. I am testing. Uh, later.com service and app for the Get The Shot podcast for scheduling our posts to go out. I have noticed. Yes, because uh, we both share the email accounts. We do. Access. Uh, so I'll tend to mark my next uh, portrait uploads in Lightroom by closing down Lightroom on my iPad on the screen of the next upload I want. So I use that as like a, just a quick handy reminder. And then I'll sometimes use reminds <laughs> on my phone to choose when I want to post it and then I'll come back to it and <coughs> upload it. Uh so uh, this time from cease uh, from yes, yeah, so I'll do it on my light, Lightroom on my phone because it'll preload from where I was last time in the other app, uh, and then I'll head to Instagram, start prepping it, and uh, I'll use an app called Clipboard Plus Plus, which I have like just a, a list of different things that I want to copy and paste, in, like passwords, that kind of thing. It's quick and easy to access, and I actually use it with my team on the portrait mission. Uh, so the captions in there, one tap, go back into Instagram, tap it in. Hashtags are already applied to the bottom of that. Yeah. Um, and then I also use for the because I, I put in the ISO and the you know the f stop and all that sort of thing. I use an app an app extension which is called ViewXF. And when I go into the Photos app on the iPhone or iPad, I can go um, share, and then it has the option just below the safe uh, the, the copy photo, mm-hmm. and then I can just add all that in and just tap back and forth between my multitasker and the nice thing as you're using Lightroom as well is it doesn't remove that data from your photos exactly yes so it keeps that metadata I would you I would continue to go back and forth with Lightroom itself but sometimes it's hard to read it above the photo so I just tend to just use that because it's clear and concise but because when you export the image out of Lightroom it keeps that metadata exactly yes unless obviously I've I've scrubbed it off I've scrubbed it off which is unlikely yeah I don't tend to do that very often (laughs) Instagram scrubs it anyway um 
So yeah, it's it's something that I've done for a while, and it, as followers have expressed interest in the details, so I go down. It goes down quite well, and I end up doing that. So then, obviously, I'll tag pages I want to share with, like feature hubs and the like. Uh, and I also tag the model and two pages that I list my shooting services on, which I mentioned earlier: the Shoot IO and Photoshop, uh, Photoshoot app. Um, sometimes I will use the underrated Instagram feature for saving drafts, so I can come in and upload in in free clicks after preparing previously. Uh, I used to get the ghosting where it disappeared, and I don't know where it went. Uh, I haven't had it as much on my on my newer devices, so I don't know if it's just a, a, a prerequisite that sits with old devices quite regularly. Um, I'll then obviously share it to Instagram, and then I'll put it on my story, add it to my highlights. Uh, I tend to sometimes post at 6 p.m. on a weekday, weekends sometimes around 12 p.m. or 6 to 7 p.m. Um, I, I tend to wane away from that more so now. I still stick with the sort of 6 p.m. on most days. Because I've, it's, it feels like it's a tried and tested thing for me and I, I feel comfortable mm. with it. I'm around the same. But I don't post I th- regularly at the moment. Yeah, and I think quite a few people, it's the time they sit down. Exactly. From where yeah. that's, I think, yeah. Most people are either travelling home on public transport <coughs> on their phone and they'll see it immediately when they open their app. Well, I like to think immediately. Um, and it's, it, I think it's a, it's a proven, tested, and it still works with even a lot of the you know changes with Instagram. And... Obviously, some of you might have seen a few weeks ago, I did do a like a sort of open Q&A kind of thing. Uh, John was involved on it. He, yep. he messaged in as well, you know, about obviously the, the difference of when, yeah. when it's good to post. Yeah, when it's uh, good to post. Or, uh, or do people take breaks was another yeah. one, wasn't it? That's For those who don't actually know, as of this podcast recording, which today is, I think it's the 2nd? Second. Second. Yeah, 2nd second of March. Mm. Uh, I haven't posted since the 18th of February, my brother's birthday, funny enough. I don't know why I chose to not post since really? then. Really? Uh, so I haven't posted for 10 plus days now. That's weird how I haven't noticed. I haven't posted since the 22nd of Feb. So, yeah. Why so am I you're sooner than posting me. like today? But I was on but I, Yes, but I will say though, I do post frequently at the moment on my josh everywhere for uh, f- account which is yes, my old account that, i think that's why i haven't noticed yes, yeah. and a lot of people are actually liking it uh, mm-hmm. i mean i don't get comments on it which i, I don't really see see why i should because <laughs> uh the the, the engagement is quite low on there but mm. i can tell when a photo is good because i get 100 at least on some of those photos uh so my phone is pulling through none of the photos that i've been posting in the last i'd say probably month have been from my camera mm. uh, i've just been snapping them where i've been on the on the move and my pr- my iPhone is proving me pretty well right now. I like the camera on it; it's really good. Stop Excellent. upsetting And me. as I've put here, I try to condense it as best as possible. I think I might have done. I might have undercut no, Billy. I don't know. Might it's about right. Not. It's about forty minutes. Awesome. I think we've done pretty equally. Awesome. Yeah. So in that case, I'm going to say boom, mic drop, like Billy did. Excellent. So we're going to take a short break. Because uh, that's uh, what normal humans do. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> that's where it works in humans. Because we've been sat down for nearly an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, chatting, I need to stand up. And we need to we need to stand up and have uh, a little wee. So. <laughs> well, there we go. So we'll be back with part three, the final part. Strap in. It'll be me. Uh, It'll be this (laughs) this cold voice. After this little break. Fancy your one minute moment on the Get the Shot podcast? It's easy to send us a voice message. Just visit anchor.fm forward slash get the shot. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the final part of the podcast. And say now we're going to get to John. Uh, John is going to talk about landscape, street, but he's also going to throw a little bit of portrait in because. He does shoot portrait as well, but obviously you you, you mix it you mix and match on your account. Yeah, yeah So of course, then it matches everyone else's opinion. We can all kind of contrast and compare. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so let's start. Well, gear. Uh, okay. I I wouldn't say I'm a gear snob. I am. Uh, however, <laughs> you don't I've want been, to sound like I, I've been through through a di- few different systems. I'm sure I've talked about this before, uh, but I've kind of settled now on a Sony A7 III. I use a battery grip on it quite a, a lot of the time now as well, mm. um, and that's just because I have big hands. So I even the Sony that. A7 III, I've yeah, no, my, it's a small camera. It, it's quite a small body, mm. and the problem is, is my little finger doesn't sit on the grip, so a battery grip just mm. makes it more comfortable. Makes it a bit more ergonomic for you. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. longer longer shooting and stuff. I do I like agree. a battery grip, and I have small hands. <laughs> yeah, know. it's good, it's good. Um, I did buy it with the kit lens, which is a 7... No, sorry, 2870. Mm. Um, I did buy it, and then I, <coughs> I immediately traded the kit lens in, pretty much, so I probably should have just bought it body only, but... Uh, and oh, that's well. because I bought the Tamron 75... Sorry, 28 to 75 uh, f2.8 uh, Sony native lens. Nice. Is and that the G Master, right? It's Well, it's like the equivalent of the Sony G Master, but oh, it's a okay. lot cheaper. Like, a oh, lot right. cheaper. It, so oh, I think it's about... They have two ranges, right? It's G Master and... Sony do, but not Tamron. Oh, sorry. This yeah, is yeah. a Tamron, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Sony... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Sony um, obviously have their G Master range and they have their sort of standard range. Mm. G oh, Master right. are like God tier. Uh, they're just standard. They're just Sony lens. That's it. There's no, G, there's no like other naming profile. No, so it's oh, just right. the G Master lenses. They do have a few others. Like you might see sometimes on the Sony gear, it might say like an 85mm Batis. And it's, oh, it's right. like the... It's like... Yeah, it's just a, a posh version of Fancy a lens. Fancy name. Uh, a bit like a Zeiss and stuff like that. Oh, so. right. Yeah, I get um, it. So yeah, those sorts of things. So I went for a twenty-eight seventy-five. Um, I'm going to say that that lens is the sharpest lens as a, a zoom lens that I've ever used, ever. Mm-hmm. And that and a lot so of people are saying glass. it's sharper than the oh, Sony lens. Yeah, Tamron. Sorry, even yeah. yeah. So the Tamron lens is really sharp. It's about six seven hundred quid, something like that. Um, which for a full frame two eight lens, really good value actually. Is that, um, did you pay that price? <coughs> Uh, I did, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, so... somebody, somebody had to go on uh, on Turkey for a while. <laughs> yeah, so we'll come to we'll come to pricing and stuff and some ways that pricing I do. Availability. I, I do <laughs> save a bit of money occasionally. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, audition. occasionally. Uh, I also have because I do landscape stuff as well. I have something wider, so I have the Tamron seventeen mil to twenty eight mil again f two eight. Um, so that is a very wide lens for mm. a full frame body, really. Um, wow. It's not a fisheye, it's just still wide. Uh, but again, really I, I don't sharp. I think you could deal with the fisheye. I think no. it would just be enough really, to, really to sharp. send you into hell. <laughs> to like a fisheye, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, and the only other lens that I have uh, for my Sony full-frame kit now is the Sony Zeiss 55mm 1.8. Yeah. And that is an absolutely phenomenally good lens. Like, the portraits, good, yeah. it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's so Is sharp. There's anything to go by on your Instagram, yes. Yeah, it's so sharp. Even if it's... you edit your stuff low res. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, yeah. And it still produces images that are that good. It, it retains its quality at lower levels. <coughs> yeah, definitely. And um, there's a few other things that I have in terms of um, gear that I use on and off. Well, I thought I'd mention it. So I have a Nissan, not as in Nissan, <laughs> as in the car. Mm-hmm. Nissan. You have a car. Um, I-40 Nissan. flash gun. It's only a little tiny flash, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's really handy if you just need to bounce a bit of light in a, yeah. you know, in, in a room or an event or anything yeah. like that. Uh, and then I have some Young Nuo, or however you say it, young, uh, young 560s, which are basically the Canon rip-off flashes. So they look exactly like the Canon. Mm. I think they're like 470s or, or something like that, like really well-known flashes. Um 
I have three of those. They're the budget, as <laughs> most people know. Yeah, yeah. Think. And they're... I don't like how it's an uneven number. Like, that really frustrates <laughs> no, me. No, there's a point. Because if I shoot on a backdrop, I do uh, two side lights at the front mm-hmm. and one um, backdrop light. I think that's what Phil lights. did with me when I was shoot- shooting with him last year. Yeah, so I do two lights at the front he on said either four side. W- I, said, I asked him if four was, I... it was important. He said, no, three was enough. No, three's perfect. Three will allow you to do hair lighting. So if you want to yeah. back- light the hair or change the color of the background with a gel or if mm. you want to uh, just remove the shadows. So obviously what you really want is you want the the Rembrandt sort of triangle of shadow. Oh, That's right. quite a nice flattering yeah. angle. You can do that light, yeah. by just lowering the power on one of them and making the of one. I don't brighter. think I've heard the word Rembrandt since I was in college. Yeah. Wow. Get you and, with the technical know-how. And then the other thing that you can do is obviously have those on a remote trigger. <laughs> so they'll fire. And they're kind of like studio, studio strobes, yeah. which I have got. It does but, the job. Yeah. And I've got those, but... The problem with the studio strobes take friggin' ages to get out. They're heavy. Mm-hmm. They're hot as well, so they yeah. you know they get physically hot. Um, it's also, you know, they've got a limited life. The flashes are so cheap that actually it's you know I mean it's like, like think... it's like a one hit wonder kind of thing, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, lasts as long I... as you need them. Like how long is a piece of string? Essentially? Yeah, and I think I paid I don't know maybe fifty fifty quid. A flash, something like that, maybe okay. maximum, which when you consider that like the Sony flashes are like 350 quid mm-hmm. each, you know, it makes sense. So I've got quite a few uh, soft boxes and backdrops, light stands, that sort of stuff. So hopefully this summer, if all goes well, and uh, I actually pull my finger out and build an extra shed. Yes, that uh, pulling finger out moment. Yeah. Then what I'll do is I will have my man cave that is currently <laughs> full of crap uh, will become... Uh, a home studio slash podcast recording studios. Yeah, better look than I will with our basement at home, let's be honest. Yeah, so it should be okay. smaller. Can you imagine having a studio in a basement? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, we're at my house, our basement hasn't been. We, we've had plans for years and we've not Yeah, no, can you imagine but it being a studio a in a basement? Yeah, yeah. You, right. You'll have, I think you'll have more luck with your stuff because yours is probably on a smaller shed scale. Shed is easier, <laughs> I feel, than basement. Depending on how much is in there. Of yeah, course. I've got to, well, I've got to build a new shed to put all the shit that's in the shed. In the new shed, you could you could just get one of those flat pack ones that just pops up. <laughs> They're quite interesting. Do you know I've seen some really nice ones. Um, I saw one for like a grand, and it had like glass doors on it, and it was it was nice. Yeah, well, proper. my man cave okay. was I think it was about two grand, mm. but it's uh it's massive. Like, it's mm. eighteen foot by yeah. ten foot. So wow, they make really nice studios. I see a lot because doing the, the newborns and stuff like studios like that are the one like really easy yep. to clean. Really nice yeah. natural lighting, small just, spaces, just warm. Turned one of her one of her spare rooms into a sort of home studio. It's cool. And she's just posted on her my, page recently, and it looks fantastic. Well, my point is that I want it to be a multi-purpose space, so I want mm. to be able to still store a few bits at the back. Yeah, and then I want to just have, just shot, a, yeah. have a, a roll of paper that comes down in front of it. And that'll like, just enable me. And I'll just that shouldn't use be grey. too expensive. You could probably most most of that can be done from IKEA, probably. Yeah. Well, I've got I've already got the stuff, the shelving, and everything already in there. So it's just a case of um, just rejigging everything. Rejigging, and then um, I've said this before. I think I'll buy a grey background mm-hmm. and only a grey background. And then just shoot. And gel then it out, have, man. And, yeah, I'll have a gel it to change the colour, or I'll blow it out so it's white. Um, one way or another, Fantastic. it'll work. I'm sure it's a One Direction song. Um, <coughs> Moving swiftly on. 
while John's dying. <laughs> yeah, full of cold, unfortunately. But we, we put off recording last week, so we had to record. So we don't want to let you uh, down. You say you had, like, it's like such a burden. I enjoy it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, John's got us here under yeah. his will. But we couldn't, we couldn't put off recording for another week. Oh, no. Because then we would have uh, run out of episodes. I mean, I was we're, down. I was ill, too. I was, like, yeah. I was like, I'll stay in bed. Going on holiday Although I, didn't, I was not the one that was like... On the stay home. And I've also got a Fuji X-T100 with a kit lens. Um, so this is a small little camera. The little one in the case there, right? That's the one. A uh, oh. tiny little camera. And uh, what's nice about it is it's just a little... It looks like a point and shoot, but it's really easy to use and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so. it's disguised. Yeah, definitely. So the interesting thing when we talk about uh, purchasing products uh, is how much they cost and yes. how much they cost new and then how much you can we get them if, you, that as if you choose to go somewhere else so most of my gear not all of it but a lot of it has been bought from e-infinity mm-hmm. right or e-infinity sorry and they have a uk price and when i say a fraction of uk prices i mean please factor this in that this is proportional so an mm. a7 with a kit lens in the uk will cost you 1800 this is with all the vat obviously yeah well they both have that it's yes. just that it's the price because you're, you're getting a uk model okay oh yes i mean i get what you mean so like it's been specifically designed for this market yeah well it's an identical camera but we'll come to that yeah yeah i know what you mean so uh 1895 pound that's so the a7 III with the kit lens uh now on e-infinity that same exactly the same camera and kit lens is 1400 pounds as of this recording yes. 500 pounds cheaper that's a lot. So that's an awful lot yeah. more yeah, more money. That basically you charging bought, us? well that then bought my Zeiss lens, which mm. UK price is about six hundred and six eighty, something like that. Uh Ian Finn four hundred and thirty. Wow. So the price difference is massive. Now there are a Two few things yeah. <coughs> there are a few things to consider. <coughs> I'll cut that out. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming you'll cut a lot of them out. Yeah, uh, and I can mute my mic if I need to, if I'm coughing. So, um, so there are a few things to consider. First of all, stock can be a bit patchy. Yeah. So you can't always get the newest lenses because they're so popular, they can't keep them yeah. in stock. Because how cheap it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, Demand and price. Yeah. The interesting thing, though, they are all dispatched from the UK. So they all are all already shored. So they're here. It's not like you're waiting for... You know, no, no, you're not importing it, no. Which at the moment would be a very slow boat. So, <laughs> um, so there are no issues with like quality of the products or anything like that. I've had no issues at all with like the stuff they come with. Like they come with UK plugs. They mm. come with everything is as, as you'd expect. Is that something that they've done, or is that something that comes in the box already? It's sealed. Everything is exactly oh, okay. as you'd imagine. So, so go on so. then. Tell us what is the caveat of that. Well, all it, obviously a downside. Okay, the only downside is that Hold you don't. Now, I'm, get, about, I'm looking on it. I'm like, uh, you don't get a a full Sony warranty, right? Yeah. Now, the thing is, it comes with a year's warranty anyway from them. Nice. And if you, they've been established so they've reassured long enough that, that yeah. if you need to send it back, you can. And you send it back to the UK. So it's not like you have to send it miles away. No. no. And I actually sent, um, I got one lens and when I got it, it just wasn't sharp. Like the one half of the lens was really blurred. So um, it was a it defect was a Sam, issue. It was a Samyang yeah. uh, lens, or broken on, if you're. Oh, this, oh, this is the one that you uh, you you delved, you dibbled, you dibbled in, you, you dabbled in, right? <laughs> I can't even get the words because you yeah. said, "Oh, you saw it, and you liked it, you bought it." I saw it, liked it, bought it. Impulse. It was crap, so oh. I sent it back, and they were, no problem, absolutely fine. Within thirty days, you can just return it. Completely no quibbles. Oh, brilliant! So they it's basically like any general yeah. retail store. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. <clears throat> and I've even bought stuff off there uh, previously where I've bought it, used it for a bit, and gone. Actually, do you know what? I don't think I'm going to use it that much traded it in 
as a used product and got credit and got more money than I paid for it. Yes, you said, didn't yeah. you, right? Did yeah, you yeah. trade in the Samyang? I was trading the Samyang fish And you got like £100 more, uh, right? It was about £80 more than I paid oh, for it. Oh, So right. that's interesting. That's so I should have just bought loads of those lenses about the, the, the brilliance of that. Yeah. It was like, you couldn't believe it. Fund, fund a new camera by, by buying lenses and selling them yeah. more expensive. pretty mad, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> mental. But anyway. I wish um, that would happen to me. <laughs> Mind-blowing. <laughs> Boom. So location-wise... Because I do, I do do some portraits and stuff. But actually, my primary thing is like holiday snaps, landscape, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Bit of astro, all that. You sort make of the stuff. use of your holidays and go and enjoy. Some yeah, photography. and I go and look at it. And it's your little hobby while you while your wife and your daughter are having a bit of fun on the beach or something. Exactly, exactly. So I do scout in person. Um, so I walk physically to the place and go. This would look good, mm. uh, but. Um, I do use something that I've talked about previously on the podcast, which helps me see the light, I suppose, in, yeah. the, in the best sense. And it's called the Photographer's Ephemeris. Ephemeris. I think I've said that right. You said it right this time. Yeah. You used the Google to say it before, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, and it's, um, the idea with it is uh, is it shows me at that particular time where the sun will be in relation to the horizon. Mm-hmm. So I can tell if the sun will set in the right place for mm. the, to get a sunset photo. So that's really useful. <coughs> and... Um, Really, I'll look on Instagram, Flickr, social media, Twitter, whatever it might be, for inspiration as well. Um, and my holidays force me out there. Mm-hmm. So, Brilliant. You know, it's it's that. Same, if I go it'll be holiday, the same for me. Yeah, it it forces me to try. And Even take if I'm only photos. going to London, I'll force myself to get my phone out. That's why yeah. my new second account is like my my new sort of like invested in like traveling holiday account. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, moving on to my editing then. Uh, so editing, I use a mix actually of Lightroom CC and Lightroom Classic. And a lot of it depends on the job or the thing that I'm doing or the event or the style of thing that I'm doing. So Lightroom CC and mobile on my phone are for normally for casual unpaid work, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, and Lightroom Classic is more for those larger paid jobs like events where I'm covering them or weddings or whatever it might be. And the reason really is the fact that I'm probably more likely to take a larger number of photos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, a larger number of photos normally means that I want it catalogued live on the local device fast that sort of thing mm. um one thing that i'm going to say that has really helped me over the last few years is having a really no bullshit attitude when it comes to importing and culling mm-hmm. so what i do is i import all the images culling, eh? <coughs> once i've imported them i rate them either a zero so i don't, don't touch them a three or a five i immediately delete all the zeros mm-hmm. immediately they all go um, I don't forget, I do back up all the raw files, and I'll talk about that in a minute. So mm. I've got them there if I think, oh, crap, yeah. did I want to go through? Or use them as like, yeah, a, but... like a double up exposure. <coughs> yeah, sometimes. But the threes. Not as often as you The threes are things that are like, potentially, these might be quite a nice thing for me to edit, but the Fillers. fives are bangers. Like they're the ones that I oh, want to yeah, edit, yeah. and those the are the ones, ones that you that know are going to be good. That's so good. interesting the way you do that. I've always wanted to mark it with numbers, but I'll I'll really do it as flag and unflagged. The problem with flag and unflagged is you've basically got yes or no. Yeah, but I, I'm too indecisive for that. Like if I need There's to be no yes maybe. or no, or I will never I've, stop. Okay, I shot two weddings, and I soon realised that I had to be really, really decisive. I had to really decide what so I wanted. That treated your attitude yeah. differently. Because yeah. otherwise, you've got I don't know 900 photos, and you could be sat there all day thinking, mm. do I edit that one? Do I not? Do I do? Mm. do yeah. And in the end, you just go, yay, nay, yay, nay. A bit like what you do with your flags. Yeah. But then I've also got the definitely, maybe. 
Definitely, maybe. Yeah. I think if I, have to, if I have to second guess it, I usually just get rid of it. If I have, if I have to go, yeah. mm, is then it I'm good? not. Then it's yeah. probably not good enough. To, you know, He's people like, are going to look at it. They get it indecisive. I, I don't try know not if I like when, this one. When I edit those fives, <laughs> um, and this is the thing when I was saying to you, when you were like 15 minutes, like yeah. 45 minutes if I'm in and out of it, I'm like, whoa, like most of my edits take less than 60 seconds. And I'm not joking there. That is 60 seconds. Like, from it depends. Import. Like, everyone has their their <laughs> scope of time. Like, for me, for me, like I take the breaks in between because of the eye strain. Like, I, I'm I'm someone who. But if you're only taking 60 taking... seconds, I was just thinking that 15 minutes is not okay. I can shoot. I can edit 15 photos in that time. Mm. But the benefit. The thing is for me is I'm shooting... not going for. I'm going for efficiency, not speed. I know, but I still feel the first. Efficiency is out. the same as speed. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm going for. For for me, I'm more relaxed than I am for speeding because if I when when I, when I did use the speed, I used to edit a lot quicker and I'd miss things and I hated it. So yeah. I take I take my approach slow now. Depending on what it is, yeah. Um, I will then if I edit one photo and maybe it takes me three minutes rather than sixty seconds. What <laughs> I then do is I then sync any similar photos with all those same settings. I, I just preset it and then shove that same preset on that whole set. And sync then... makes it way easier. May, maybe I just I'm photo, more scrutinising and that's it. You that's don't even me. have to click. You don't have to, you know when you go everyone in everyone has their own because, because some for some some things I didn't mention this before but for some <coughs> presets some presets just don't work for some photos and I no no definitely if I've not taken more than two or three of the same photo because I used to have this attitude of you shoot the best shot immediately and like and I, I, it's such a stupid way to think not everyone's going to get the first shot immediately like sometimes you're lucky sometimes you're not it's just my argument would be like on on my camera now if I want to I can take 20 shots in a second yeah so I know that I'm going to have a shit ton of photos yeah. and oh, I can yeah. find the one where they're eyes are perfect or their hair is that probably makes know, it a lot easier for you through. so the camera actually aids you more betterly yeah. in the editing process than you think yeah you, definitely you probably first thought <coughs> yeah um the downside is is if you're taking 20 photos a second is you've got a lot that you need to get rid of yeah so that can take a little bit of time you gotta find that middle um, ground. for portraits obviously it normally takes a little bit longer so skin tones take exactly, a little bit yeah. longer imperfections however Still no more than maybe three minutes, genuinely. Mm. Like, even doing healings. Because I don't remove everything. That's the thing. Because then, it, I, it, me, mm. personally, it just looks unnatural if their face mm. is like a doll. Yeah. Like it's, if, it's I no... took, if I took the time out of how long do I have like in between stopping for breaks? Because I obviously, like I say, I'm quite leisurely with my editing most of the time. But if I'm focusing quite heavily on it, I will probably take about six to seven minutes. Maybe yeah. ten. The least amount of time I've spent on a, on a photo editing is probably about four minutes. Yeah, and I'll. I'm I was not, a bit more relaxed with my time. I will there. use pre-made presets. Oh so yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are things that's that the bit I've that takes the time yeah. less off. Obviously. And that's that's either sometimes my own presets, like we've said, all of us, or sometimes presets that I have bought as well. So like Serge Romelli, I think I've mm. talked about him before. I've mm. got a few of his presets, quite like those. Peter McKinnon, he has some bangers. Um, did email him to tell him that we'd mentioned him on the podcast, but didn't get a response. So still waiting, Pete. Um, <laughs> it's always worth trying. Yeah, you never know. One of those emails might go through the gap. Never know. Um, so yeah, so I really I've sort of found my own style with a lot of stuff, um, but I always tweak beyond the preset. I'm the same. So yeah. I tend to apply the preset and then go. Hmm, I, I like make it more, more like contrasty. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's the thing. You know, um, I tend to do more than one edit sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah, and I'll I'll make use in uh, in Lightroom Classic. I really like the fact that it's dead easy to just create a virtual copy. Yeah, and I was like create a virtual copy and then. Mm. It's I like that easy. about the CC version. You can just tell it to make a duplicate immediately. And it's done. I mean, some of that annoys me because when you switch Lightroom Classic over to Photoshop, once you bring it back, it's got both yeah. options. You need to then save which it is a as bit a, annoying. The changes or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then it, say if I do this whole flag thing, it won't then flag that photo. It's just yeah. sitting there. It's quite a little bit of work. It's part of the reason. 
reason why they probably call it classic for a reason because soon that will be phased out. I can't. They won't get rid. They won't get rid of classic. I promise you, they will not get rid of classic. They are so different. So different. So different. I literally can't get used to CC. So would you say that the normal CC, the big CC, is like for more the the creative cloud is designed for casual editors, I think, okay. more so. So I think what happens is you get... If I try and edit a large set in Creative Cloud, it's really annoying um, that things that I can do in one click or two clicks in Lightroom Classic take me longer, or mm. you have to do manually in is it Creative Cloud. you think it's more dumbed down? It's made easier, uh, but it's made so that doing lots of edits all the time is quite difficult. I think CC's really inclusive to if you want to do mobile editing yeah and when i when i it's first went on it i was like oh okay like this is made for people that want to mobile edit okay well, yeah. i'm not that human so i'm gonna go to classic yeah but <laughs> i use both because to me yeah it, i understand it that i mean i really like the style of it i think it's really neat it's, it's very, very modern yeah. really great i mean it works full screen amazingly as well, which I like. classic is not yeah. a full screen situation yeah, yeah, yeah. it won't ever do that um but I just, I just can't get used to it. It's just not me. So once I've edited, um, what I often do is I'll just export the finished files as a set of high-quality JPEGs, mm-hmm. the highest I can make them. So, um, and these will be things, mostly, especially if I'm in Lightroom Classic, they are full-size JPEGs then because... I've actually worked on the proper raw files so like rather than just 20, 30 gigabytes, uh, so megabytes each, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, so 24 megapixel. Um, the raw files will come out at about 58 meg mm-hmm. each. And right. the me, JPEGs more. are anywhere between 40-ish, maybe 35. Do you find with the CC it's harder to control, though, what photos it's coming out with? I feel like with the classic, when you export them... <laughs> It's easier. Yeah, more options. Yeah, like sharpening op- and stuff like that. More, yeah. Way more options. I feel like with the CC, the first time I exported anything, it no, hates it. Hate. Sharpen, but it's things like watermarking. And, oh, you it know. didn't want to do... Watermarking options yeah. are very, the, very skimped on CC there. CC just yeah. didn't want to give me any options to save my own photos. But I think, that's, I think the point is with CC is it's designed to be in this cloud-based So you save it, it's done. And that's it. You know, it's it's all live and virtual in the cloud, which mm. yeah. And then you can pick up your phone and. I carry never thought on. I was old in photography until <coughs> CC came out. I think. I, feel old I think. All the time. Honestly, what I, I think the best way to look at it is you you're expecting something that you, that it's not offering. Like you, I just, yeah. it's a different expecting. product. For, it's a different different strokes for different folks. Essentially, I mean, there was nothing it? wrong with really, really with Lightroom Classic. They've just took CC and they've just made it into this childlike version of classic i feel not for children i'm not saying that i'm no, saying no. it's the du- like the dumbed down version and it doesn't give you as many options photography wise for me if i must make a mention uh, adobe is already committed to adding quite a lot of the classic features into the into the versions for the ipad oh no doubt because and, they'll have to because... and i've seen it come through and yeah. i've had less uh, <coughs> less stability improve uh, there's been more stability <coughs> improvements it used to lag a little bit which is probably because of the fact that they're not updating it in time and in tune with the latest software updates on ios mm. but mm. it's it's consistent because let's be honest here tablets on android apart from a fire tablet aren't very amazing but when, when, if it they're comes, built to a price, so. yeah. So when it comes to like the iPad, Adobe, this is where Adobe can strike iron. So yeah. they're doing quite well with this, in my thoughts. Well, really, Photoshop's getting there as well. Really, yeah. the only other platform other than Windows and Mac OS mm. that they'll be developing for is iOS. And they've done really good. They've got so yeah. many apps available. It's brilliant. So when I come to share images, obviously mm-hmm. it's primarily models because I don't tend to do this with um, 
landscapes. However, I do do it for events. So what I do is I put them into a OneDrive folder, very similar to G- uh, Google Drive, share them a link via DM or whatever it might be. Uh, if I need to set a password, if it's sensitive in some way, shape or form, then I'll set a password. But most of the time I don't need to because it's link only. So you have to have the link to get in. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that means that the models always have access to it. So like we've talked about before, mm. if you use WeTransfer and they have a copy of it and then six months later they go, hi, I've uh, my laptop crashed. I need mm. all the photos. Could you give me a minute? I've got to re-upload them. Go through the whole fiasco unless you, again. Unless you shell out for the pro. Yeah, but then at that point, I'm already uploading it into my OneDrive anyway. Which is so, just saving you which money. Which is saving yeah. me, you know, and, and you ultimately time because it's already there. So all I've got to do is just right-click, get the link, bosh, done. And you, obviously, you save money because you use it for your <coughs> educational account, obviously. Well, I use my personal one for my oh, first okay. stuff, yeah, because I wouldn't want to store... Uh, oh, no, that's uh, a good point, yeah. On, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, not there's anything wrong with my images. No, 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 no. But anyway, so let's dig the hole. Right, so... I also do what Josh does, where I share mm-hmm. the Lightroom CC uh, album if I need to, and that gives a nicer presentation. I feel you know they can edit, um, not edit, sorry, comment, comment and yeah. like things and stuff like that. So that's quite nice. nice. And fluid, I what like that's it for done, really, I suppose all that's done is it's basically just meant that now I don't have to have loads of back and forth conversations of which ones you can do just you like. say to them, right, yeah. go and, and check. And they have to write the number, <laughs> and they have to go find the exactly, number. Exactly, you know, all I that used, sort of stuff. I, I used to think that asking them for the numbers was quite an effective system, but then when I did the shoot with uh, my friend Lydia, we ended up having like a ginormous list of like fifteen different ones, and in, our, in, the, in that instance. Um, I actually got to go back a month later to go and sort of reapply that, but with this system, <coughs> mm-hmm. and it did wonders. It did. I mean, yeah, it's we have. She's not fitted them into her feed yet because she mm. works on a bit of a feed, but like she's got ones credible, so it I'll helps. See. It helped to go back with the same thing, like backdating some photos that worked as well. Yeah. So, so I've gone back to models it, in previous. Times. It makes well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because if it's an easier way of mm. people going through and saying yay or nay, then that's much better than saying you know give me all the JPEG yeah. numbers that you want to go through. And it used <laughs> it, it's, it used to seem efficient, but then when you get giant loads of photos that people like, and I try yeah. and limit to about ten if I, I know can help it. One of the other things I've done when I do events, sometimes what I'll do is I'll edit a few. Mm. I'll send them over and go, do you like this sort of thing? And if they go, oh, you get love this, for it, you know, yeah. and it's like, and they'll say like, they're all candids. And I'm like, right, fuck ton of candids now. Sorry, Kev. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, so, you know, loads of candids and they like that. Sometimes those land best. Yeah. And they like that. And often and they like the ones, the ones that you've where... taken and posted were, you know, consistent with the people, the people, uh, you know, the models likes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so really, um, it gives a nicer presentation. They can edit them, you know, no um, comment on them and that sort of stuff. It's just easier. Makes your life easier than there is. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've got two final sections: social media and backups. So start with social media because it's probably the shortest answer. Uh, I have no schedule. I upload when the hell I like, regardless <laughs> of the upload schedule. I'll upload He's at five to midnight. Or I know, whatever. I saw yeah, that. Five to midnight. Fuck I think that's it. why if I don't see any yeah. of your. Pe- I always feel <laughs> really bad. So I, have to, I have to like bulk like your stuff because I don't see it on my Instagram. That's, right, that's you. That is you. I said. Fangirl. No, that is you fucking up your own algorithm. I don't care. Right. And here's the thing about you the algorithm. Have an algorithm. Right? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the algorithm now because it really pees me off it right bites your bullets. It, well, you off? it does because um i only upload what i would deem to be my best work right Defo. so i, I don't fill i don't like i don't go oh i need to post today so i'll just upload this one no, no, no. i don't yeah. really like it or whatever i used right? to have that mentality but i got rid of it so here's the thing and i've spoken to a number of people now and i've looked at their insights on their accounts so i've looked at somebody with permission of course uh, uh, yeah oh yeah, yeah you just nick their phone and yeah. go right i'm looking so, at your statistics so i've looked at someone's <laughs> um portfolio if you like who's got over 
I think it's 12,000 followers. Thanks, Tom. And uh, uh, yeah, and I've looked at others that have got 5,000, 7,000, 1,000, like me, um, 200, loads and loads of different followers. And then more importantly, what I've looked at is their reach on their posts. And it is consistent, pretty much, that it is around 20 to 25% of your reach like your photo. (coughs) So what I mean by that is if 100 people see your photo, it's about 20 likes. Mm. And that is consistent across all people that I've looked at. So, so if you're looking, if you're looking your insights... Oh, yeah, I was doing that. So if you're looking your insight, look at a photo that you've got recently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How many how many reach did that photo have? 1,095. Okay, so 1,000. So I'd expect it to have about 200 likes. How many likes has it got? 167. Not far off, yeah? yeah? So it's broadly in line with that ratio. Yours is probably slightly lower. How many followers you got? Uh, I have got 1,623. Okay, slightly more than me. And what I noticed is the more followers you get, mm. the slightly less engagement you get, yeah. right? So the people that have got like 13,000 followers, they get this. 110 likes mm. off 13,000 followers. It's like, Does to it make me, any sense? Does no, it? and that's because Instagram isn't showing people that work. Well, that's I the know. thing. So you you can see what I mean. So my my uh, last but one, uh, late well the the last one before the latest. Um, That's what we call the last but one. <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't just thinking that was wrong in me. Go on, Yeah, so I got 122 likes on that. Yeah. Uh, 14 profile visits, 530 reach. Bang uh, on. A- yeah. Actions taken, 14. Uh-huh. So that was profile visits. So the whole. And it says accounts that f- reached 26% weren't yep. following you. Probably zero follows as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> what happens? Okay, is you get so there's a good example where you got 500, 100 likes ish mm. give or take yeah so 500 reach 100 likes is mm. that about right yeah yeah so that ratio is hard coding into the algorithm i'm convinced of it because it doesn't matter who you are no it's it's exactly what instagram are trying to do they're trying to make it consistent for everyone um and they're trying to make sure that, 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 you see, me, that well i think the idea is is that it stops people buying followers in oh and yeah. it stops people don't, don't boost their ego it stops people who've got a hundred thousand followers or three million followers dominating the platform oh yeah, yeah. because otherwise all you'd see the downside is, is it affects us but in a good way i would say to a certain oh, extent okay. because the higher you get the less engagement you're getting so uh, actually as a as a as a newcomer if you like mm. or lower rungs of instagram <laughs> Peasant, if you will. Right. He's just got over a thousand Bottom followers. Of the barrel, to, he, you know. He's over a thousand followers, I must confirm, guys. So he's, uh, if he's thanks. talking about it to you, I apologize. No, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> like I say. And I, to be honest, and I've said this openly before, I would happily see likes disappear immediately. I, would I see that. no purpose to them. Uh, what I need to see is the engagement. Yeah. That's what I need to see. And I need the to see the only reason that I would like likes to be taken away uh, is, is, is exactly what you're saying. Is, is if it all becomes a bit more consistent and less and less the same. I can't wait. I'm just counting the days because it will happen. It will go. And no I one, think it's no, a good I don't thing. think anyone really wants them. No. And what's interesting is privately, I have no issue in seeing how many people have liked the photo. Yeah. But publicly, yeah. What happens is popular photos become more popular. Mm. Okay. So um, you'll have like standout photos. I would imagine both of you have probably seen the Nat Geo photo of the year, which is the two mice on the platform yeah. of the London Underground. Yeah. Allegedly, like having a snog, right, or whatever, or having a fight, (laughs) or whatever they're doing, right? Okay, really good shot. 
But yeah. what happens is popularity bred more popularity. So oh, people yes. saw it and it liked yeah. it. Liked it. For a second, it, I thought you were going to say it was a fake shot. I had a feeling it was. <laughs> oh, it probably is. I yeah. haven't I mean, actually seen it, but I don't spend that much time on Instagram currently. It, it, <laughs> I, I'd be amazed if it was real. I mean, I could be wrong. And if Maybe. I am wrong, I well, apologise. I want to see it. I'm looking at it. It's cute. It's like if you just do Mice London Underground. Or just put Nat Geo. Or Nat Geo or something You'll like that. You'll probably find it. It's only a few weeks. It, you say Nat Geo. Nat Geo. National Geographic. Nat Geo. Oh. So, whilst Billy's looking at that, let me go on to my final thing, yes. which is backups. And if you don't back up, well, back up or fuck up is what I'm going to say. <laughs> so, um, if you don't back up, at some point in your life, it is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Um, regardless of whether you're doing it for fun, regardless of whether you're doing it for friends and family, um, backups are important. So, I obviously keep all the images that I have stored on my desktop or laptop in a big hard drive. So, mm. um, my desktop has a four terabyte drive. So, you follow uh, my method of having always having a local storage. <coughs> yeah, so I have that. We so look like hypocrites if we that's said locally. that in the previous episode. No, no, no. Actually. So, that's, that's locally. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, um, Lightroom CC... Um, stores its catalog in the cloud. So exactly, yes. I've effectively got the the CC version backing up in the cloud. The desktop version is backed up to an external drive on my desktop as well. So I have a uh, just a, a three terabyte drive that's plugged in now. So I have them stored on the PC, backed up to an external hard drive. And then finally, I put all of those uh, edited RAWs, uh, sorry, edited JPEGs and the RAW files on my eight terabyte QNAP NAS drive. And that's mirrored. So what I effectively have is four terabytes of storage mm-hmm. and then a mirrored four Good terabytes. Job, Mr. Fancy. So the idea is, is well, that even, even if the drives yeah. fail, I have another copy Ooh, of it on that I love drive. I lo- for some reason, I like the word redundancy. It's great. So it's, um, it, for, the, for the reasoning of technology, <coughs> not for redundancy in general. I was going to say, I've been there, I've redundant twice. Yeah, and Billy, I didn't like Billy looked like she was about to, she was about was to burn, burn my soul, she yeah. was. What's Pitty interesting, <laughs> obviously the redundancy costs money because what yeah. it is is redundant storage that you can't use yeah. but is there in case it all goes to shit. It's, but, you know, it's, it's, it's literally like having more space than you need, obviously, like you say. It's, 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 good, it's good, it's healthy. Yeah. yeah, so it's unlikely. At the moment, I'm using about 2.7 terabytes. So I'm not using a huge amount of stuff, uh, I wouldn't say. Um, it's the, growing. The, yeah, it's growing. And the edited JPEGs, they sit in my OneDrive as well. So they're off-site in terms of away from my house. So you're living the full sense of what you <laughs> we were discussing in, in I've, was I've episode worked, two, I think? Yeah, or one so the thing is, where... I've worked in technology and as a sysadmin and stuff like that for long enough to know that if you don't have backups... You're fucked. You are going to be fucked. And like last year, and I think I might have mentioned this, and if I didn't... I won't go into specifics, but in April last year, my workplace had a ransomware attack. You did, actually, yeah. Yeah, mm. and um, that ransomware attack, if we had not had an off-site backup, You'd have been we would have been screwed mm-hmm. because they deleted the on-site backups. <laughs> not only did they encrypt all the data, they also deleted oh, and your, do you, did they use the, tapes the data. as well? No, we use um, NASes um, because oh, of the well, speed. Yeah. But, um, did but, work experience with, yeah. it, with it with a... With a school academy that still uses tape. tapes, tapes are still very Cause popular because ta- tape, um, long-term storage. But not to cheap. a lot of people, as t- tape is expensive to run nowadays. But it's Ish. also um, it's big though. It's you, got, can get, uh, you can get ten terabytes on a tape now, so mm. that's. I think the upkeep is the expensive part, though, isn't it? And it's the remembering to change the tapes, mm. remembering to 
go in and it's part of the reason it's part of the reason why poly people still didn't use uh, didn't use floppy disks very long you know the the, well, the, the, the storage the, the thing yeah. wasn't i know, I mean, apart from the storage the the, the the robustness that wasn't there yeah yeah definitely that's where but the tapes, tapes came in tapes are quite good and then you can stick a tape like a set of uh dat yeah. tapes into a fire stick it in, safe and digitally stuff like tell it to rewind and then record onto it now because <coughs> i think what they did was they would take like you know ones from like a month or two ago yeah, and, and, then, and essentially yeah, roll around on a, on a one two month you know yeah. um so in what, the end of the so what we used to do when we used to use tapes is we'd do a daily backup for yeah. a week and then what we do is we do a weekly backup mm. and then those would rotate on a monthly basis. So mm. you'd effectively have a rolling week mm. and yes, a month. Yes, that's, that's exactly that's, there. Yeah, yeah, and we used to do that fairly regularly. Ours is like we have a backup from our main storage that does it once a day yep. at like the end of the day. Yep. And oh, so then yeah, if yeah, we yeah. accidentally yeah. edit over a JPEG photo, you can just go back to yesterday, yeah. copy that photo, move it back. Yep. Uh, mm. Which is handy. It's essentially like the you know the robust, tried and tested archive of emails. You know, for us now, mm. it's if a godsend now that we've got more space on our one, uh, sorry, our office accounts, yeah. so we can just go back and just look at the archive. We used to have to log into an outside server for it, mm. um, which was on its own server thing. In well, on the outside, but on its own server in the college. But now, because of Office three six five, they've been able to now integrate yeah. that into That's its own archive you, you have on, the, on, the on Office 365 you basically have an unlimited mailbox size mm. so which, which is great it does mean that you can te- you can technically um, re- delete the archives once as well if you wanted to cover a sewing cut which is probably not a good thing you but can. then I'm sure the IT people have got some more yeah. backups it has, well it's not, it's not that they have backups it's the fact that Microsoft yeah. Um, Microsoft Office 365 has seven year retention so uh, right. anything you've done for seven years is get a like mm, they can get interesting. it back for those um, you uh, those you tech nerds out there data nerds yeah you've had a little feed there of that so, was there? back to your points here about your yeah so work. the one thing that I love about my NAS as well is it's internet connected so mm. I have a domain that's linked to that NAS um, it maps through to my home IP address and then that allows me to access that NAS from anywhere in the world using apps on my phone and stuff mm. like that so works really really well uh, it's just it's handy to have everything in one place would you say mm. would you say that uh, it requires a tiny bit of investment or would you say it was quite easy um, it's quite a lot of investment <laughs> yes um, as I thought so I would like to do it the, the storage soon. the storage in terms of the the local drives so mm. like on the desktops they're not particularly expensive mm. no no <coughs> Maybe like four terabytes now. You probably get I don't know eighty, ninety mm. quid something like that. Is it, you said you said um, before you had your coffin <coughs> outfit earlier. We had yeah. to cut that bit out. You said Synology, right? Was that one? Uh, I ones? use QNAP. QNAP. Um, oh, QNAP is the, is the brand. Sorry, QNAP yeah. is the brand. Synology is another brand, but they're all really well-known brands. They're about the, five, six hundred pounds uh, each, aren't they? The boxes. Bear. Bear, yeah. Bear, and then you need to put the drives in. So Which then adds I think up. mine. I think in total, it was probably. I don't know, probably close to about eight, nine hundred, something like that in total. But that will see you through. That's the difference. Yeah, and it's on twenty four seven. It's there. On. I mean, obviously, there's, there's. I suppose if you want to think long term costs, like it's been on twenty four hours a day, three hundred and sixty five days a year for the last four mm. years. Does it have a UPS connected to it or not? Uh, no, I don't. I was going to say, no. I didn't think you'd so, have that sort no. of expense. I'm not quite that committed. Um, no, I mean, no. I could do because a, a little UPS would work. Um, I say, it would well, self ship. A decent down. one should run about what two, three hundred pounds, right? Yeah, UPS? well, anywhere. You could probably pay the 100 quid and it'll give you maybe six minutes of runtime. It's enough to shut the thing down. That's mm. the important thing. Um, and I, I run that over cabled uh, Ethernet oh, connections <laughs> at home. So I don't well, I don't use idea. Wi-Fi and I have two one gig connections to it that go straight into my, um, my switch. So, I, again, for the tech geeks out there, I have my normal router, which I'm sure everyone has from their internet provider, 
But I use an eight-port power over Ethernet switch, so mm-hmm. I can power uh, CCTV cameras. Uh, the NAS runs through it, so everything's connected to that. Like how an IP phone can be powered, yeah. <coughs> Serious exactly stuff. like that, yeah. <laughs> I well, love, it's I love just that the fact that it's, just, it's an investment, mm. but it's made my life so much easier. That, it's cleaner because, for your setup as well. Because like now, like my cameras that are on the on the house, you know, protecting the crib, they are um, <laughs> MTV cribs. They're ultimately like I don't have to cable anything else mm. in. I just plug the network one cable, cable for in, everything. And that's yeah. it. It's done. Mm. It puts it's, power through. It's efficient. It. Yeah, it's very, very good. Very, very good. Anyway, I digress. A, the, so. the, 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 the um the upkeep of that is is easy, and the the uh, you know the uptime is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So I don't ever have to worry. So that's me, really. Um, yeah, sure. Those of you that follow me uh, will know that I don't really have one thing. I, I suppose jack of all trades, master of none. Um, <laughs> I do landscape. Uh, the most recent stuff that I've posted, uh, for those of you that are, uh, are sort of keen followers, some of you, um, <laughs> the most two most recent photos that I took when I was down in Cornwall, oh, it yes. might surprise people to know that both of well. those, both of those were took on my phone. Hmm. <sighs> welcome to, the, welcome my, to the crib. I took my camera uh, down, all the way down to Cornwall, Dingers and I did not get it out of the bag once. I took all I'm the photos the on my phone. So, Sometimes. Yeah, so it is interesting. Um, I, th- I think it's healthy to to, as you said before. I think once in one episode, or even just while we're in discussions, <coughs> that it's healthy to to put your normal camera down and just explore what yeah. you what your camera on your what's phone in do. Front of you. Hence our challenge. We're you know embracing it as a, as as everyone. Definitely. So the rise of the smartphone challenge um, that we did as well. I think we'll touch on that briefly uh, yes. before we end. Um, we've had a few entries actually for the rise of the smartphone challenge to say that we're still pretty small on the scope of things we did all right out yeah. of it, I think. if you want to include it and we'll perhaps in our next episode give a bit of discussion um mm. so that we can uh discuss some of the images and talk about how lovely they are because they are lovely yes they are you can use the hashtag gts underscore rots challenge so rise of the smartphone challenge i had to remember what, what um, we called it because i forgot what yeah i've just looked it up but uh, yeah. you can also email them if you really want to to get the shop podcast at gmail.com um if, if you want to do that or if you've um, already posted them just hashtag them i guess yeah, i think so, we didn't put a time on when you had to post no, them no and uh the it moment would be good if you could do it not long after the podcast though yeah to be fair. that's good so we've got about 15 photos currently i've put some on um as well, um, you've put one on, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel or Shark underscore Shy, uh, she's put a couple up using her Huawei P30, I think it is, Huawei, or Huawei yes. P20, something like that. Yeah, I think um, it's a good I saw that. Yeah, and they're really good, you know, like mm. this is the thing. It's proving the points. I think it just shows uh, Kev's put one on, uh, and I think he's took that. Uh, I don't know what phone he's using actually, so Kev, if you want to message me when you hear this, uh, but yeah. Um, and again, it's just that thing where, you know, little things like he's taken some photos of like some grainy wood, mm. but it looks really good it does. On, a, on a mobile phone camera. And, so. and Javo, he, he, he let us uh, with permission from his, stu- from his, he put, he sent to us in a, you know, indirect <laughs> story in the, in the DMs. He sent us yep. one of his view from the hotel he was in. I can't remember where he said it was from, yep. but it looked really nice. Like the sky was very yep. colorful and the, the ocean was you know, and. I'll give you another good example. Um, I run or help run Iger's Black Country, and mm. um, one of the on a, on a Saturday we do an explore post, so outside the Black Country, mm. which is nice. And one of the ones ass. that we featured this week was from Northern Italy, um, and it was uh, which at the time of recording is quite topical because yes. at the moment that is where the biggest outbreak of coronavirus is in Italy. As much as we don't want to explain um, this on the podcast, so we don't want to go into it. I yes. mean, everyone knows what it is. Look it up. We're not uh, going to bore you, know, you with it, like fine. Brexit again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he took a photo of a sunset from his hotel balcony. Yes. And it's 
epic. And it was literally took on his phone. Hmm. And it, I was like, that is so good for a phone. Like, you just can't believe how good some images come out. Is that the photo out. I'm thinking of? We, uh, the Java one. No, it wasn't oh, so the Java someone else did, Steve someone Barber, but he hasn't put it onto our hashtag, but I will message him. Lee Higgs is another good example. He's uh, He's gone through and put some amazing photos up considering that he's climbed mountains and then took photos of like, you know, I mean, like, that is stunning. Oh, wow. Mm. Right. And that looks like the, sort of the end of the Harry Potter film. Yeah, I mean... The train going off into the distance. Uh, it could be anything like this. You know what I mean? Wow. So, to say that these things are taken on um, smartphones, you know, like I put one Blows up from, you, Paul, you know, Paul Formatic, for example. Or, uh, I love the way that was cascading. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you're not involved already and you want to be... Where are you? Uh, where involved. are you? So, uh... So, yeah. Don't answer that question, it's rhetorical. <laughs> so, um, hashtag GTS underscore ROTS challenge. Uh, Billy will upload one at one point when she wants I to. I was just uh, thinking that. She wants if to I story it. I won't. Uh, oh, can I you could story it and we'll include it. I'll, up, I'll do it on my own personal. Ah, um, good idea. Good That's idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't put the uh, landscape on mine. Oh, no, no. You, oh, no, it'd you, ruin it. Not but saying ruin it, but one, it's your thing. You could, thing yeah, you could have. Uh, my, I was, that's what I was just doing. I was just like, oh, I'm... Well, what are your New York photos? I know. Like, they're yeah. most you of She shared some recently on, on her Instagram. Yeah. Definitely. I did notice that because I look at your photos. I see your stories. She's getting blasted already. stories all the time. But anyway. Here for the banter, guys. So, yeah. So, that is the end of episode... 17. 17, yes. And uh, it's a long one. Long I'm really sorry. It's Hello. over two hours. So. Oh, wow. Our first two hour <laughs> one, guys. Might drop. Boom. So, yeah. So, until next time, don't forget you can follow uh, Get the Shot podcast on all the socials, just like it said at the start. I've been John Willis at JRE Willis. Billy at BFH UK. And Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. Until next time, bye for now. Bye bye. <laughs>